Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Johnny Depp has won. This is big news, and it's a lot of celebrity gossip that I haven't really followed all that much. But there is some big cultural, political uh, victories here. There are some. This is a huge blow to the Believe All Woman Me Too stuff. Amber Heard wrote this op-ed that was basically defaming Johnny Depp without actually naming him because it was part of the whole narrative about how, you know, women are abused and they have to keep it secret. Turns out, well, you know, she's got to pay damages to Johnny Depp. Now, he did lose some of the uh, of the case, but for the most part, major victory for Johnny Depp and a major blow to Believe All Women and the corporate press, because I believe it was the Washington Post who just uncritically ran this story like, yeah, sure, you can say whatever you want. And my question is, why isn't Johnny Depp suing the Washington Post? So I don't know, maybe. I mean, everyone can't sue them. Uh, what do you mean? The Washington Post? Is that a dare? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sure, maybe they can. So we'll talk about all that. We also have, man, today is kind of crazy. We have this, uh, the Democrat who's running against Rand Paul made what may be one of the most insane political ads I've ever seen. It's him with a noose around his neck and he's yeah. holding onto it talking about how, you know, it was ter- like it was a tool to terrorize his people. And I'm just like, Yo, if you think this is like the woke stuff was crazy 10 years ago, just wait until these woke millennials are running the show completely as opposed to just suggesting or demanding of these things. Imagine when they're actually at the helm. I think he won the Jesse Smollett vote, man. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then we have this one's going to be tough because YouTube's going to get real mad about this one. Hunter Biden. Okay. Apparently texted his father a link to that's, adult oh, content. Okay. But it's, hold on, that's hold on. That's the best wait. case scenario. That's the best case scenario. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So the Daily Mail says, but wait, they shared phone numbers. Oh, okay. So maybe he was just sending it to himself. And then I'm like, yo, that means it could be Joe sending it to his son. There's a whole bunch of new information coming out from this laptop. The creepy things that Hunter Biden does. But I got to be honest. You know, if, if Hunter Biden wants to do weirdo stuff, that, that's fine. He can do his thing. And I don't, I don't think it's anybody's business. But when you, when you learn that through these links that were being sent, they shared phone numbers, it raises questions about whether or not Joe was actually doing business pretending to be Hunter. That's the real story. So we're going to talk about all of that. Plus, we got some Joe Rogan stuff in the news. We've got some other cultural stuff in the news. Woke movies failing. Joining us to talk about all of this is Joe Bob. Yo, what up? Uh, my name is Joe Bob. I feel like I should first and foremost explain that ridiculous name. Uh, <laughs> one grandpa was Joe. The other one was Bob. My parents couldn't decide who to name me after. And so they compromised and YOLO'd uh, <laughs> a hillbilly Alabama backwoods name uh, on a brown guy. So there's that. Um, when when uh, Lydia was like, we have Joe Bob on, I'm thinking like some guy in overalls with like a yeah. straw hat. <laughs> I, definitely, like, oh, cool. I definitely have more teeth of any yeah. Joe Bob you've ever had yeah. here well, if you've they, had any other Joe Bobs. They, they, they bring you teeth? in for diversity training. You're like, I want mm-hmm. everyone to picture someone named Joe Bob. <laughs> now open your eyes, bigot. <laughs> 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 so what, what do yeah. you do? Uh, I, uh, I've been in politics for a while. Uh, I somehow convinced the good folks at Daily Caller to allow me to host the Daily Caller live show each and every morning on all the Daily Caller platforms. Uh, and I say somehow convinced because I am wholly and entirely unqualified to do that sort of thing. Uh, I mostly make jokes about the news, try and reach well, an audience right. that's mm-hmm. kind of like not so into the weeds. 
Uh, maybe we can talk about why uh, a little bit later. But, yeah, that's kind of my, my thing. I also uh, do some stuff with Turning Point USA. I'm a contributor over there. And cool. have been. Uh, this is all very new to me, so I'm figuring we it also, out. We also have Brett Dasovic joining us, host of Pop Culture Crisis, because i got to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about the Johnny Depp stuff, and we needed somebody who could tell us more about it. I think there's cultural and political ramifications here, but Brett's joining us. Speaking of wholly unqualified and talking about <laughs> stuff to people who might not yes. know uh, the stuff you're talking about, that's kind of what we do over there is you, you kind of uh, link in stuff that's uh, sociopolitical into cultural commentary, talk about it in the context of movies, and we kind of do that. And I, I totally identify with the feeling unqualified while speaking to people on a show. So that that's perfect. You read more about it than I did. Of course. Shim Sham. Shim Sham over here on Shimcast IRL. I'm Seamus Coughlin. Uh, I make cartoons on a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. We uploaded a, a pretty funny cartoon about the Canadian gun ban yesterday. I think you guys will enjoy. We uh, are uploading a cartoon tomorrow. I think you'll also enjoy. And guess what? We launched our website, freedomtunes.com. You go over there, become a member for five bucks a month. You'll get four extra cartoons per month. That'll be exclusive. Only you folks will get to see them. And we've got a bunch of videos up there now waiting for you. At least and five cartoons and a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff. And if you are... A member over at Freedom Tunes. Make sure you just demand more Fauci. More Fauci. Yeah, we can do. Look, I mean, you become a member, you leave a comment. If you want more Tim is Fauci, we'll get more Tim is Fauci in there. <laughs> Fauci's gone, man. And you will no, no, or will not. Back. You will or will not love them forever. I will love them forever. Okay, got yes, it. Yeah, yeah, that is one That's of good. the. Yeah, yeah. Like erotic love. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Familial love. Yeah, it, 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 it is. Um, I want what is best for them. Speaking yeah. of wholly unqualified. <laughs> Wow, What's up, dudes! Everyone here is like, I shouldn't That's be. Right. Here. Yeah, I no, should what, be what here. if you I went? Say what that. if you went? Like, like, Speaking of unqualified, yeah. Seamus, oh, no. <laughs> Seamus is unqualified to love. Just kidding. No. Seamus is the best. Oh, Ian Crossland in the house, everybody. Let's get to it because I've never known any two people to share a phone number before. So I'm yeah, know what's going on. that's <laughs> really interesting. You, you, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. No, I was saying ahead. you missed a point too. It also could have been Joe sending it to That's Joe. Right. Is that what <laughs> you were going to say? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something like that. Joe's I'm like, to this evening. I really like this link, man. <laughs> Make sure I don't forget about it. Oh my god, that gosh. actually feels more plausible given his yeah. mental state. Yeah. Yeah, I don't great. know, dude. I my my honest opinion is I think Joe Biden abused his son. I would oh, not be sure. surprised. Well, we'll get into, well, I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah, for sure. No, I don't think so. Not at all. Yeah. Even just abandonment is. I don't want to bury the lead, so I'll just say, we know he sniffs kids. Look how screwed up Hunter Biden is. Yep. Mm-hmm. The drug abuse. I think that dude's got long-term trauma from something that happened in his life. And now they're texting each other porn? Ugh. Yo, I think that dude. But we'll get into that stuff. Anyway, yeah, I'm also here. I am qualified to push buttons and nothing else. I'm glad to be here, even though the top content of this is kind of gross. I'm looking forward to hearing what Brett has to say. It's going to be good. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com and become a member. In order to get access to exclusive members-only segments from the show, we're going to have a show up for you at 11 p.m. tonight, Monday through Thursday is when we put these episodes up. But you'll also be supporting our journalists. We're hiring a couple more. You'll be supporting our infrastructure. We are working diligently behind the scenes to build a culture and infrastructure around opposing censorship. So we're, we're hopefully going to have some updates on that in the future. But uh, you know that we... Um, Switched over to Rumble's cl- cloud infrastructure. We are not done. We are still building stuff. And as soon as we're ready, we're going to make some big announcements and keep making big splashes in that area. Don't forget to smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show right now. Take that YouTube URL. Post it on every social media platform if you do want to help out. That grassroots marketing is the most powerful way you can support us. Let's jump into this first story from TimCast.com. Jury finds Amber Heard defamed Johnny Depp in trial verdict. Heard ordered to pay $15 million in damages, but I don't think that's where it ends. There's, there's some, there's some caps and there's, uh, I think Johnny, Johnny, Johnny does owe some to uh, Amber. So let's read. 
The seven-person jury reached a decision around 3.20 p.m. on June 1st after deliberating for a cumulative 12 hours over three days. Heard had been, has been ordered to pay $15 million in damages. However, $5 million of, the, of that amount applies to punitive damages, with which the state caps at 350000 In Heard's countersuit, Depp was found guilty of one of three counts of defamation. Depp was not present in the courtroom at the time the verdict was read, although he did teleconference in from the United Kingdom. Depp filed the defamation suit against Heard for $50 million after alleging the op-ed she authored for the Washington Post damaged his reputation. His legal team said the actress presented herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse, which had financial consequences for her ex-husband, even though it never specifically included his name. And he's won in a huge blow for the Me Too movement with all of these just, you know, believe all women narratives, just no matter what. Well, now we know that Amber Heard wasn't being honest. And also the corporate press, the Washington Post, that uncritically ran this story which is what they often do. And then they what? They want to hide behind, oh, but it was someone else's opinion. Well, here we are. I don't know if I missed anything in that story, Brett. There's more details you want to, You think we should mention? Uh, the most important one that I think a lot of people leave out is that she didn't write the That's op-ed. That's right. Thank uh, she, you. Uh, it was drafted by an ACLU lawyer. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. If I can remember off the top of my head. And that was basically done uh, to coincide around the time of her uh, leaving uh, Johnny Depp and uh, we talked about it today there's a lot of like Crazy. really um, weaselly language in that op-ed like I was surprised how short it is like I hadn't read it in a long time I I, br- I skimmed it when it first came out right and when we went back through it the other day I mean it's only about a paragraph it's a couple paragraphs long wow. and most of the stuff about Johnny Depp could be inferred in like that first paragraph and the rest of it is just very very um, generalized language so, so that's why I was surprised that he actually did end up winning so this sounds like a hoax uh, the uh, I think it was she done. She didn't write it. Uh, it she did not write it. She it was drafted basically by somebody as an ACLU lawyer uh, because she was a spokesperson for the ACLU on domestic violence. Wow. Um, and, and that's a problem because it was done at Yo. the time of his uh, of them getting separated and divorced. This is this is more than just Me Too and corporate Steak. press. This mm-hmm. is an, a, a a hammer to the face of the narrative machine. I was. I mean, I don't know if it's just because I'm like pretty black pilled about all of it, but I was very surprised that he like just because the language was so vague and done in such a way like without naming him at all uh she, when even she even says like uh as a when she talks about domestic violence she doesn't infer him specifically like uh mary on the show even positive she's like she could be just saying what if she's just a spokesperson for domestic violence not necessarily somebody who is actually had you know gone through domestic violence i said yeah but who actually does that who becomes a spokesperson for right. something they didn't actually experience right these last few years have not been easy on our economy and with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. I'm, I'm curious. Did anybody here know about this before this 
defamation case came to negative. To, oh, I yeah, did, yeah, yeah. You did? I, oh, I remember when they published this story, and it was like, who was she talking about? And they're like, she was obviously talking yeah. about Johnny Depp. Yeah. Well, so then, I, he, he, then uh, when he when he got booted from Pirates, mm-hmm. and what he got booted from Dumbledore? Yep, or not that, from Dumbledore, from Harry from, Potter? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That was the one that I think is actually worse. But that they did him a favor, to be yeah. honest, because this movie sucks. <laughs> yes, yes, so, which is odd. Maybe, maybe it would have been good if Johnny Depp was in it. You know, yeah, you I'm mean, kidding. There's no possible way. Good. That was one of those things where I was like, uh, that one felt more realistic to me because that was dealing with J.K. Rowling, who's a main producer and writer on those movies, which is another reason because she can write books. She's not very, she's not very good at writing scripts. That's uh, yeah, it's a completely separate skill really set. Bad. But yeah. it's um, it's one of those things where she knows what that's like to to deal with people defaming her uh, and saying stuff about her beliefs. So to have that come out and have her not support him, that felt more. Uh, this was. More tangible to me than the the stuff about pirates of the. This was three and a half years ago. She wrote this op ed. Yep. I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That oh, has to change, please. and it was not even drafted by her. Nope. This is this is what the what the reality of this country is. These big machines, these the corporate press, these big nonprofits, these big NGOs. It's it's fabricated. It's a narrative machine. They're not. They're not telling you about reality. It's completely inauthentic. She also never uh, paid off the. She pledged the money from the from her divorce settlement to uh, both the ACLU and then what was the other one? It was a, a, a hospital, like a Los Angeles Children's Hospital. And she uh, said that she donated it, but she did not donate it. She pledged the money and then blamed Johnny Depp for saying, "Well, you're suing me. How can I give them the money now? Because uh, <laughs> uh, I, I have to pay. I may have to pay you back." So it's. Wow. Uh, uh, did you? Did anybody read her um, press release after? Uh, no, it, pull what? it up. It's it's whole, it where it's on her Instagram, right? Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Han- like Hannah Claire sent it to me earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. The gaslighting is real. It's really bad. Yep. Oh, oh this is too long. I don't care about yep. what she has to say. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't either. That's fair. Um, here's what. Here's what's better. In a story from the Babylon Bee, uncancelled, Amber Heard <laughs> oh hired by gosh. the Daily Wire. Amazing. Good on you, Ben Shapiro. That's Good on it. you. <laughs> Her and Gina Carano can make a buddy cop comedy. Oh my god! This, this, this yeah, from really. the Babylon Bee was brilliant. <laughs> Amber Heard hired by the Daily Wire. A brilliant move from co-CEO Jeremy Boring on that one. Uh, so, Amber Heard wrote, "The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still wasn't enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. I'm even more disappointed with what it, this verdict means for other women. It is a setback. There, there. I'm seeing a bunch of progressives on Twitter, and they're like, their audience is angry at this verdict. Oh yeah, like they wanted Johnny Depp to lose. Yep. Well, you know what I think is actually more damaging to women who are victims of abuse." Making dishonest claims about That's being right. abused. That's all. Yeah. That's right. The one thing you'll always hear in stories like this is that when you lie and make false accusations, you're making it harder for actual victims. And I'm like, yeah, 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 we know that. Look, people who lie are bad people. You know, that's like the cliched response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amber Heard, you're garbage. You're garbage. Yeah. My point is that, I mean, look, to to pretend to care about a group of people that you are allegedly pretending to be one of as an imposter so you can sort of use uh, whatever social capital you think being a victim will get you as a porn. Like, you don't actually care. They were like a couple alcoholic cokeheads that beating the hell out of each other. I mean, they both deserve nothing, Adam, yeah, in my sad. opinion. So that's what I guess they're both, they both well, won the lawsuit for the other one, got a countersuit. So she sued Johnny for a couple million bucks. Johnny got 10 out of her or 13 out of her. Well, well he, he won the most of it. Cause she's she worth more. Bit. Yeah. Well, it's because men get paid more than women. <laughs> Maybe I don't know enough about this, but it seemed like he was trying to prove a negative. Like what it seemed like this trial proved was that both of them are blackout crazy people. Like, am I wrong in that? No, that's, what, that's, I what, I, that's what I got from it. Yeah, so but like, he did defame you... her. So, like, 
I mean, I guess he, he did in that one count, but she writes an article. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, but how, it's but like how, you can, you can be a crackpot blackout drunk, just don't go publish it in the Washington Post. The number one conclusion okay. we seem to come through is that, is that they were just really bad for each other. Mm-hmm. Like their, their behavior was in general just very self-destructive to one another. The problem with that is, is though, uh, we read, a, we covered a story yesterday where the media basically says, if you don't believe her, you're bullying her. And that, um, in the, the writer posits that, uh, mutual abuse is fake. That there's no such thing as mutual abuse in a relationship because of power dynamics. It always comes back to power oh, dynamics yeah. when they're discussing this stuff. Communism, they, that's it. Yes, yeah. and they, and they actually make a point to, to talk about, like, we can talk about, uh, f- you know, like, how false accusations are extremely rare and they, you know, they link your articles, like what you're supposed to, to go to, and it's two articles about Kavanaugh. <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh, that's I was like, I was like, this is beyond parody. Like, the, it's, it's, it's like, so no. they don't actually, like, you expect it to be to sti- like some type of YouGov statistics or something that says yes, it is in fact rare for them. people they, to falsely, falsely they, accuse someone. They always just fall back on communism. On well, he had more power. That's why I lost. Yep. That's what she says in her thing. The disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. It's like, dude. Well, I mean, you did wrong. You got called out. Stop crying. I wrong. don't know, man. Johnny Depp does control the courts. That's true. That's yeah. True. yeah. yeah. People, don't, people don't realize that when they keep putting George Soros at the top, it's actually Johnny Depp. It's actually Johnny mm-hmm. Depp. Johnny Depp, Depp the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Johnny Depp can play George Soros in the George Soros biopic <laughs> when that eventually doesn't See, get made. A lot of people like to talk about the shadow government. What they don't understand is that there is a forward-facing mm-hmm. government that masquerades as you know, a court jester. Mm-hmm. And so you know the jester is right there the whole time. You think there's a shadow government. It was the jester pulling the strings right in front of you. See, my problem with all this is I don't think it's actually going to change anything for society. Uh, a lot of people see this as a, a commentary on the you know the relationships between men and women, how that's going to change. I said, no, this is just further proof that we as a society are still obsessed with celebrities. And he has the money to fight a $50 million defamation lawsuit. If this happens to just some regular dude on the street who gets defamed, he doesn't have the money to fight this in court. Yeah. It just it ends up the same right. way. I don't actually think it changes anything long term. Maybe we, uh, we, no, go ahead. well, we live in a caste system. Yep. yep. Uh, it's you know I feel like when this country is founded, it's very meritocratic because a bunch of people land on barren shores and it's like good luck. And then some of them are like, well, we can steal it from the Native Americans. Others were like, we can work with the Native Americans. And others were like, guess I'll die. I guess <laughs> many were like, I'll survive. And, and you know, but but that meritocracy was was all that mattered. Mm-hmm. So if you had problems, you just sought to solve it. You, you tried to figure it out. Now that we have big cities and people aren't moving around anymore, we've become much less meritocratic. Now you have people who are born rich, stay rich, who can wield influence. Laws get crafted around this. And you end up with regular people like CNN goes after that guy who makes a meme. Yep. So some some like dock worker who uh, or some warehouse worker yeah. who posted a meme about Nancy Pelosi, they go after him. He can't do anything about it. Or there's the one it was like the WWE meme of like the yep. guy like powerbombing like the, the CNN logo yep. or something like mm-hmm. that. Like and they were like, we'll reveal his yep. name unless he promises never to post a so meme again. Insane. Yeah, exactly. Well, they'll sit there and do something like, you know, destroy a, a teenager's life over a completely fabricated story and repeat that he's some kind of white supremacist who's harassing a Native American who was a veteran um, when none of it's true, and also tell the entire country where the kid went to school mm-hmm. while doing it, while inciting hatred against them. Then someone posts a meme poking fun at them, and they go, I'm in danger. So I don't mean to say in the most extreme case caste system. What I mean to say is we're, we're, we're growing to this point where you have people who are just third-generation wealthy. They can afford big lawyers. They just... It, it, it's remarkable how... 
you know, I've met people who are just rich because their families were rich and they buy things from each other with insane amounts of money. Like I, I would be like, you bought lotion for 50 bucks. Why? And they're like, oh, it's really good. And I'm like, you get the Jergens from, from Walmart. I don't understand like why you would do that. And they're like, I don't know. But then their friend makes the lotion and sells it for 50, 50 bucks. And I'm like, when you're in that, that community, you just have all of this money, I guess, from whatever. And Tim, I told you that lotion helps rejuvenate me. <laughs> you do. And look I think this subtweet, thank you very it's much. Great. Yeah, I agree. But you don't got to buy the fake, weird, crazy, expensive. My Maybe point ultimately is we're moving in that direction. I do think we're still, it's not, it's not like completely a caste system. You can move up the, the, the class mm-hmm. system, but it really is coming to that point where we have seen so many people defamed. I mean, James O'Keefe may be one of the most defamed people. And he has to fight tooth and nail and ask people to help support him to win these lawsuits, which he does. Mm, yeah. Johnny Depp is just ultra rich and he's like jamming out in the UK, like whatever. And then he wins. Mm. When you've got that kind of FU money, you just write a blank check to a lawyer and say, win for me. And then you leave. Yeah. I just want to be wealthy enough that a false accusation against me won't be able to stick. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Even if he had lost, I mean, it's one of those things where because he'd won the court of public opinion so handily, like say he loses, but he has his reputation back. He can make that up in money in roles in no time and pay off that $100 million lawsuit if that had been the way this had gone. But uh, I think he would have ended up winning either way because his reputation is now, at the very least, he's employable again by big studios. He'll be able to make more money again. And that's just proof that uh, it keeps going. Where does it go from here, though? Like, does he get a career back? Because, again, for me personally, I didn't know anything about this until the lawsuit. I think that's a lot of America just was like, holy cow, Johnny Depp. Uh, I don't know, man. Really? He got booted from Harry Potter and from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, there's people in the know, though. I'm talking about like the wider scope. I don't know. Maybe regular, Regular people know about their entertainment yeah. yep. they, huh. they, so like huh. if you if you go to somebody and you say do you know who hamilton was they might be like uh he, maybe yeah, yeah. you know johnny depp is like oh of course yeah well yeah but i still never heard of this all i know now is like holy cow i know johnny depp is uh has some interesting problems hmm. uh yeah. and i didn't know that before and so now i'm wondering how does he go think, forward? think about this too like you have a normal married couple that divorces and the wife goes around defaming the husband what does he do about it well, she told 15 people, yeah. their inner circle now, he, you know, he loses some of his friends and then he moves on and then they, she moves on. Mm-hmm. In this weird world of celebrity and wealth, she publishes an op-ed in the Washington Post drafted mm-hmm. by a lawyer for the ACLU. They're both extremely wealthy celebrities. So this yeah. crazy cultural event happens. Yeah, it's just weird, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I it was mean, like, uh, where was the Ghislaine Maxwell trial? Why was that yep. not televised? I know, like, this is... This is the funniest thing about it. We have two celebrities wagging their fingers at each other, and everyone's glued to it. Law and Crime Network, I think, had 150,000 people watching the verdict get read. I think it was 150K. I think it was more than way that. Way more than that. Yeah. Was it was a couple million. Yeah, right? it was million, million. Wa- no, yeah. live? Co- or no, not collectively. live. Uh, no, coll- uh, collective views. The, the feedback, right. I was no, watching, no, had yeah. 500,000 people watching. Okay, yeah. 500,000. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It was like And, the and think about too. the Maxwell trial. They're like, no one's allowed in. You can't know yeah. about this. Like... She's convicted of trafficking minors to a bunch. Who know? Who knows? We don't Cust- know anybody. We don't know. Customers that, are gone, and uh, and that's just like, I mean, for I mean, Epstein himself. Mm-hmm. Like, we got questions about what happened in that jail cell, and she's gone. But Johnny Depp. Mm, top of the hour. Headline, headline, headline. Bread and circus. You know yep. that, that Roman tactic to keep the population uh, subdued? You know make what sure they have enough bread and they have enough K? entertainment. This People is are circus. saying millions? That's yeah, crazy. Millions. So, so here's what I want to point out. At a time when uh, we've got this story from the Daily from the Daily Mail, and I can't show you the headline 
because uh, oh, YouTube no. might take it down. <laughs> Hunter Biden's laptop was was leaked, you know, Spicy. and so there's new information coming out about the things he was doing. I just find it funny that on on this day something really really bad comes out. It's also the day we get the the uh, the verdict in the trial for Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I'm not saying this is a conspiracy. I'm just saying. What a distraction. What did you even say? Bread and circuses? Yep. yep. Hunter Biden was searching for MILF crack cocaine adult <laughs> content. Wow. I just thought that was funny because it's like, well, you know, he's into it, right? He's looking for Apparently. someone who's just like him. He was looking for <laughs> lone. No, no, get this. Get this. He was looking up adult content on Pornhub. Lonely widow. That is dark. That is his brother's, dark. Wife? His brother's widow. And so he's like, I'm into this. Yeah. And he's looking it up. That's creepy. But here's the craziest thing. Here's what they say. There's an image that says dad on 2018-1022, and it's a link to Pornhub Premium sent to dad. Who is Hunter Biden's dad? Joe Biden. Here's what they say, though. iMessage records appear to show Hunter sent a link to a Pornhub page to a phone number he had saved in his contacts book as dad on October 22nd, 2018. However, other texts show he and Joe Biden used each other's phone numbers at various times. So it is unclear whether the president was using that number at the time. How does that even work? Daily Mail. You realize that also means it could have been Joe sending it to his son. <laughs> it could have been Joe sending it to himself. No. Joe Biden being like, "Oh, this is a really good video. Got me off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save this one for later by sending it to myself." At least he paid for premium. That's, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's you know, yeah. You don't want to get the cheap stuff, huh? Right. Here's the craziest thing about this: is yo, look, I mentioned this in the intro to, to the to the show. I don't care if Hunter Biden wants to do weird stuff. You know, everybody's, everyone, there's the meme where it's like the person's dying and they're like, delete my search history because everybody's, you know, searched for weird things they'd be embarrassed by. If Hunter Biden wants to watch Lonely Widows, okay, dude, that's your thing. But if Joe Biden is using the same phone number as Hunter, then how do we know? How do we differentiate between the business dealings of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden? Mm. This sounds to me like just evidence on top of evidence that Joe Biden was using his son as a proxy to do deals on, on the side while he was, you know, influential in government, vice president or otherwise. Did you see this email? There's a, there's a story that came out today about an email sent between James Biden and Joe or and Hunter Biden. Did you see this? I think this is part of this like drop. What is it? Uh, in an email, James told Hunter him Hunter. You quote, you need to call me now, dot, dot, dot. Just got off the phone with your father. We have the two biggest days of our business life in front of us, five or six or seven exclamation points. Wow. Uh, we must be smart and everything uh, or everything goes up in smoke. Please call me. You must, all caps, remain calm. Timing could not be worse. Calm and measured. Paybacks can come later. So we have this right here. What? What is this, what is this in reference to? Like, uh, what are they doing? I, I don't. No, I, I let me let me read this. this is, quote: James and Hunter Biden were in the midst of a lucrative deal with Chinese executives at the time, ah. while Joe Biden was out of public service for the first time in nearly half a century, having left the vice presidency a few months earlier. Hunter Biden turned to his uncle, at least as much as to his famous father, for emotional support. Hunter also relied upon James Biden, who goes by Jim and is known as Jimmy within the family, on matters of dollars and cents. Within days of that exchange, Hunter received another email from his uncle urging him to take advantage of a financial opportunity related to Joe Biden. Right. Hmm. So, I mean, we can all laugh at the ridiculous and deeply personal photos of, of Hunter Biden. <laughs> Gross. You know, him, his crack addiction and oh his, his illicit activities and all, all that stuff. But I, when they said that they shared phone numbers, right away I was like, yo, are we all going to laugh that he sent this link? 
or are we going to recognize this appears to be evidence that they were using communication platforms interchangeably? They were sharing bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Joe was doing the illicit dealings. It's not Hunter Biden. It's Joe Biden who's doing it. Hmm. Well, I can't think of any other reason for them to share a phone number. Surely they have the funds to both afford separate phones. Is that phones. a plausible deniability thing? Maybe. I like, don't know. Is that it? That Joe was doing some work and he's like, oh, yeah, Hunter also uses it probably yeah. wouldn't be for you or I or any person of normal means who was committing that kind of a crime, uh-huh. right? But, but for the Biden family. Yeah, allegedly committing that kind of a crime, right? See, people for- don't share phone, cell phone numbers with other people. That's insane. You might have a family plan with multiple numbers on the plan. You, the only reason you would use the same number as someone else is to obfuscate it. Mm. Yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. Why else would you? They're, they're filthy rich. They don't need it to, right. uh, for money. They don't need it. Hmm. We, can, we can take it on its surface and just be like Hunter Biden sent his dad porn. Yeah, that's what I think happened. So maybe. You know what I think? Let's take a look at what's going on with this guy, Hunter Biden. Uh, His dad sniffs little kids Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. consistently. His dad talks about how when he was younger, the little kids were rubbing my legs. What what did he say, uh, Seamus? Oh, the hairy legs. I got hairy legs. The kids would rub them. Yeah. So here's a guy we've seen grab women and sniff them, grab children, grope Mm -hmm. children. Here's a guy that's been accused by Tara Reid of unspeakable acts and then you take a look at hunter biden sexually depraved Hmm. crack addict i'm wondering like how does someone who's brought up in this like privileged family turn to this kind of life maybe something a deep trauma from his past made him turn to drugs to escape maybe he's gone through so why would he be sending his dad porn maybe his dad was abusing him and that's why they share phone numbers and send or he sends adult content to his dad because they had an inappropriate relationship when he was younger. I'm not saying it's a fact. I'm not saying I have evidence. I'm saying I look at this stuff and what I see is I'd be willing to make the bet. I'm like, this guy's got deep sexual problems. You know, I'm looking up. Hunter's mom and brother died in a car accident. Yeah. And he was actually in the car with them. I could say severely trauma injured. Just, just, 1972. Mm-hmm. So Hunter, that might have just destroy his mind but when you add into the fact that uh their dad his dad sniffs little girls and and gropes children even little boys and kisses them i'm mm-hmm. like the tar raid accus- tar reed accusations are unconscionable it's unconscionable that it wouldn't be investigated that right before he's running for office a girl comes out and is like he pushed me up against the wall and fill in the blanks look it up it's disgusting i, I just want to i just want to stress i mean we all have seen the videos of of joe biden groping and kissing little kids what's the one with the redhead girl who's like She's like shirking away from him and looking at yeah, him all awkward. Yeah. There's, there's, like super, there's like whole super. There's like super cuts. Yeah, isn't there yeah, one yeah, where he like grabbed a little of... boy's head and lifts it up and pulls oh, him in and kisses him? There's like oh, didn't he? He kissed his granddaughter on the lips, didn't he? I believe so. Yeah. Was that that's that's something that happened, right? Yeah, I remember that. Let's, let's fact check recently. That one. Yeah. And also, like it's like oh, it's because he's older. It's mm-hmm. like uh, it's just it was a different time when he was when he was younger. It's no. it's totally normal. It was back when like Humphrey Bogart would backhand women on camera, and it was cool in movies. <laughs> that was in well, like that was the, in the fifties. Yeah, that was in like the forties. No, I mean I, I don't I don't care if that's true. The New York Post ran the story in 2020, Joe Biden kissed his granddaughter on the lips during Iowa rally. I mean, it is shocking enough that they're like, this is a story, and they show images of him kissing his granddaughter Ah. on the lips. Uh, Okay, in in fairness, is there an actual video of this? Because I I I could, oh, there is? Because I could see somebody turning a cheek on accident the wrong way, and you get that photo. Again, I'm not saying that's what happened. They're both puckering. Yeah, you're right. Okay, that looks weird. But I mean, it's it's family. You know, sometimes you you kiss family members on the mouth, and it's just like a. I've seen that happen before. Um, so but it's when it's the girls that aren't his, like the 
his buddy's daughter that's like trying to get out of the way when he's grabbing at her and like there's a camera uh, the picture's taken you're like oh. picture this you're driving on the open road taking in the beautiful views this country offers then out of nowhere you hear a noise and your car breaks down while still frustrating you feel protected because you have a plan through car shield car shield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs all you have to do is call before a breakdown Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com slash carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. Carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Then you have to ask the question, is it better or worse when he's not related to them? Because that's a slippery slope to go down, too. I, I have no doubt that jo- uh, that Hunter was deeply abused. Like, I've, I've thought that for a really, really long time. Seeing his acting out and his behavior, this is not... The, okay, so the drugs, I understand a lot of rich kids get into a lot of... Um, really distasteful drug practices, but his, his level of acting <clears throat> out is very much a case of like actual abuse. And for that, I do feel bad for him. And the way I feel like his dad used him for, um, business deals. What are you laughing at? Look at this him? fact check from the AP. <laughs> Photo shows Biden kissing his granddaughter, not a 15 year old. Oh, that's better. Oh. How old is his 15? <laughs> oh, that's way better. How old is his daughter? Do- she was 19. Oh. He's kissing his granddaughter on the lips. That's totally fine. Imagine having to type that, like working for the AP. On the lips. Fact check. Do you think they believed that? Like the, the whoever wrote this, do you think they believed that when they were typing it, they were like, oh, no, this is actually, this is totally different. Totally This is a bait and switch. (laughs) Someone was like, you know, you know the meme where it's, if you ever want to get the answer to a question, just post the wrong answer and then someone will be correct. (laughs) Someone will be along to correct. This is what it is. Somebody was like, I know that if I share the image of Biden kissing his granddaughter, the media will ignore it. So if I post the wrong thing, they'll be forced to fact check it. I just typed in Biden smelling girl into the search engine. You should do the same. No, no, no. I I actually will not be doing that. If you want to confirm what we're talking about, don't take my word for it. Type Biden smelling girl into the search engine. Turn off the Wi-Fi if you're doing that. I think he abused his kid, man. Well, I think that's why Hunter's so messed up. I did. I just looked at the math. Hunter was two when his when he was was in a car accident with his mom and brother that died. So it's tough to say. I mean. I don't know. That would that would make anyone I would imagine would be would make someone hard two, knowing that. I'm not saying again that Survivor's I know for guilt. a fact. I'm just saying when I look at someone like Hunter Biden who's doing all these drugs, who's really messed up and sending his dad porn, I'm like, ah, sounds like his creepy dad who sniffs children, gropes them, was probably doing the same to his son. Yeah. I think they both like porn, and they both well, know they both like porn. It sounds to me like his dad made it normal to share porn with his son, which is in itself disturbing. Like, when did that start? I don't view that as being. I personally do not view that as being normal. I don't view that as being wholesome in any way. That's disgusting. I don't know. 
it does kind of seem like one of those things where like when you've when you've uh, been uh, a drug addict for that long and especially if your family doesn't discipline you when you're younger and you don't find a way to like get clean or get better yeah. and your brain just gets more and more addled and there's no repercussions for your actions uh, it's like escalating and getting worse and getting worse and it's just more noticeable to us because it's such a prominent family but I, I just don't know if uh, I would expect anything more if he didn't take the – I don't know if he's clean now, if he's doing better now. But it's just not something that I, I have a hard time believing that he'd be able to get clean without help. And his dad's clearly not helping him. His mm-hmm. family's too worried about their public image that they're having their uh, – uh, his messages and his laptop deleted and uh, yeah. you know kept out of the public record. They don't have time to worry about how his actual health is. You know what, though? The Biden family, they probably enjoy delicious meals of crab. Being oh. from Delaware. Oh. Excellent crabbing country. That's true. You know? Good so point. Uh, out in Maryland, we have excellent crab, cream of crab soup. That's right. Mm-hmm. Very wholesome for the family. That sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I'm hungry. Thanks, Yeah, Tim. I went to a restaurant, and they had uh, lobster and crab. Mm. Really? Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's very great. This is a strange segue. Where are we going? Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm, <laughs> what are we doing here? What's nothing. Just nothing, complete nothing. inanity. Yeah, I love it. I love I appreciate absurdity. it, man. I mean, I was just imagining, <laughs> like, you, you know, we're talking about Hunter Biden growing up, and I'm like, they're in Delaware or whatever. And I'm like, they're probably eating a lot of crab. Hey, you know it's in Delaware? You go to the restaurants, like, everything's crab. I think one thing we didn't get to show is the, the pictures from that, what was it, the Daily Mail article? No, yeah, I'm not showing you. those pictures. No, we can't nope. show them, but, I mean, if you wonder if Hunter's doing okay now, look at that article and look at those pictures, <laughs> and that will answer the question for you. No. I don't know how old the pictures are, but he does not look like he's doing good. Let's, 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 uh, so look, Joe Biden's been miserable. Let's talk about this story real quick. We got this from TimCast.com. Kentucky Democrat Senate candidate wears noose in new campaign ad criticizing Senator Rand Paul. In case you're wondering how Democrats are doing, (laughs) you need only look at this image. You know, Joe Biden's doing miserably. It is, they they are, they need a Hail Mary desperate pass to try and pull this off. And so I, we, we end up getting this ad where an absolutely desperate Democrat candidate, they know they're losing. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. For all we know, Democrats end up winning. Sure, fine, whatever. The red wave is what's being predicted because Republicans are up in the generic ballot. This guy made a campaign ad with a noose around his own neck. Huh. And progressives were calling it bold. <laughs> what? Courageous. And I'm like, well, that is true. You got to have balls <laughs> of steel to make a campaign ad. But when I saw this, I was just like, it was kind of a moment of realization for me. For the first, it's the craziest political ad I've ever, I've seen in my lifetime. Unless I'm forgetting something, which is possible. There was another one where they were like running people down in MAGA trucks or something. Oh, I don't know. oh that's yeah, right. yeah, 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 that, that one was yeah. also really that was also jokes. crazy. But you know, before like growing up, the campaign ads were like, "My opponent wants to raise taxes," How dare you? and he voted no on the Safer Schools Act. Now it's a guy and he puts a noose around his neck and he's like, "Look what they've done to me!" And my and I'm, I'm, wow, it's like he put this noose around my neck and said, "This is MAGA country." <laughs> Rand Paul poured bleach on me outside of Subway. That's right. And the media's like, Rand, what do you have to say for yourself? How dare you? And I, he's like, I didn't do it. And they're like, he's uh, lying. He admits it. I, I never did that. They're like, well, that's what you would say if you did it. If you did it. I do agree. I've never seen an ad where they make themselves the victim. Mm. When someone's running for office and is well, like, look how badly I've been treated. Vote, there, for, vote for me that's now. That's also a very good point. That's such a bizarre strategy. To be like, I... Am a victim. It's like okay. we were supposed to like leaders. What is this? <laughs> I got. I I do have to point out. Yes, I did not remember this one. Yeah. Virginia ad features minority kids chased by truck with Gillespie sticker and Confederate flag. What? Yeah, this is just yeah, this no, scare tactics. Wild. It's it's like they're writing uh, fanfics. They are. Right. They are. Is... See, but see, but the difference is this is a normal ad. The news. No, yeah, we'll play it. <laughs> Like what is this? What is this white dude with the Confederate flag doing? 
They made sure he turned his head slowly, though. He's running down minority kids. What does it look like? Oh <gasps> but I don't think he actually does anything to the no, kids. No, he doesn't. Well, whoever, whatever politician this was probably intervened before he got a chance to do so. Right, I bet he did. I actually, I actually think this is a really good commercial. Run, run, run! <laughs> the truck is the coming. Job girl. Oh no! This, this so what's he gonna what, do? What, what's it? Yeah, like what? What is? It, what is the guy even? Oh, he's oh not, no! Oh, yeah. Not the Gadsden flag. <gasps> he's gonna Whoa. run him over. Oh, is this a nightmare? How did it become night so fast? This is actually, I think this is a good commercial. I know the PSA is like, maybe well, stop fabricating fake hate crimes and scaring the crap out of your children. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good idea. These yeah. kids are having nightmares because you scream in their faces about things that they don't got to be worrying about for the most part. The Kim Klasik ads were really good that she had. Those, uh, those were couple, good, yeah. yeah. That was a good oh. example of high production value, uh, but focusing on whatever issues she wanted to talk about in the community, you know, well, walking the streets well, of Baltimore. I just want to point out, they took the tweet. They took that unbelievably banal histrionic, dramatic, left-wing tweet that we see every couple months and made a commercial. The, my kid said to me, I'm scared because yeah. Republican is going to do X. It's like, your kid didn't say that. You're making this up. What's wrong with you? They took they took that and they made it a commercial. Do you remember the, the Lincoln, is it the Lincoln Project? What, yeah. Was the Lincoln yeah. Project, their commercial Ugh. that they had where it was like, Four more years, and I didn't know you could serve three terms, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> you, you remember that commercial? Yeah, yeah blowing like, up. Oh my what? No, it was uh, it was um, it was Donald Trump in a pickup truck chasing down Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, exactly he hates was. America. No. See, but the thing about these commercials is they're I don't I don't want to give them any sort of gravitas, but at least they're legit. The thing with the noose is just a publicity stunt. Yeah, this guy's running in Kentucky against Rand Paul. He knows he's not win. going to win. He's trying to get Twitter followers to parlay that into a job at MSNBC. Like, that's his goal. That's what a lot of it always yeah. feels like to me is that they're looking – they know they're not going to win, especially in, like, specific no, districts. I'm, and, I'm, yeah, he's trying yeah. to get attention so that he can make his next career move. Well, he clearly literally wants victim points by actually putting a noose around his neck. Like, I can't think of a more direct <laughs> parallel to being like, oh, look at me. I'm a victim. Give Good me a job America. at MSNBC. I think that's it. I mean, oh yeah, man, this. we got to we, we got to watch. Let me let me make sure I Good night America. Oh. Good this night is, America. This is one oh, of the funnier. Goodness gracious. <laughs> oh yeah, blow this one up. <laughs> Don't <laughs> let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> da, da, da. Look at that color scheme. It's so dark. <laughs> this is that meme where the kids like, "Mommy, oh. Donald Trump is a fascist." <laughs> it's like a red white like an American flag Mommy. blanket. Yeah. You asked me to wake you and tell you what happened in the election. <laughs> oh no, he did not. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. Gosh. The kid definitely did that. I no. School tomorrow. Trump won. Look at her face. I thought you could only be president two times. <laughs> oh! This is so cringe. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. She was. Oh my gosh. What, just one second. Alright, just second. besides everything that is obviously wrong with this, if he was running for president after he had already served two terms, why would the kid be confused about the possibility of him winning? <laughs> <laughs> the idea that you can only have two terms is not voter enforced. It's not like we let them run again and then the American people go, no, he had two terms. We're not voting but for him. But only after he wins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go, oh, after, no. Yeah. But it's literally election night. She says, Donald Trump might win. And he goes, wake me up when we find out. 
And then she wakes up and goes, but I thought you could only serve two terms. Like, then why did you ask? Then why did you ask? (laughs) Making me get up in the middle of the night to tell you about something you didn't even know about. She's she's like, "Uh, son, we've been over this in some insane fascistic way that the Lincoln Project dreamed up. He changed (laughs) the law. That's why he was running again. That's why there was the election. I I got to give a shout out because this ad was actually like, it may as well have been a Trump ad. Like, an ad for Trump. Yeah, (laughs) dude. And so, yeah. Like, I'm sure all the Trump supporters were like, yeah! yeah! Like, this is hilarious! This got more play, I think, than any... It got more... So good. Un- remember or, or the... Media, uh, whatever it is. Remember the Carpe Donctum meme? So good. Where it was like... Dun, 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 oh dun, my gosh, dun, dun. it's amazing! And it's like, Trump yeah. 2020, 2024, 2028, 2032, yeah. and then it just goes to infinity, and that they wrote articles where they were like, Trump supporters want Trump to be president for life! So funny. they're They're like... They're like... Trump would be president for more than two terms. And you know who I love? FDR. Best president we ever had. We need someone like him <laughs> again. like FDR. They yeah. worship the man. He, he was uh, the served four terms as president, by the mm-hmm. way, FDR, before the 22nd Amendment was passed. But he died That's, shortly into his fourth dude term. Dude served so many terms, they had to pass an amendment. They were like, <laughs> no, we're not, no more. Yeah. If you do so much of something that someone has to pass a constitutional amendment, you are a problem. They say that FDR was the most fascist president. He, he and Woodrow Wilson. I don't want to derail. No, I mean, yeah, that, they, they were they were, they were bad. Two terms. Yeah. You think that's good? President should be able to Woodrow serve Wilson. one term, one six year term, one six year term. Yeah, think about it. I mean, I, I'm not entirely fully settled on this. I just think you know, in terms of the president having to run for reelection. When you get into the last two years of their four-year term, it turns into silly season. Right. And yeah. people start cutting checks for, yeah. okay, who do, what vote do I need? Okay, I need minorities in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, what do they need? And then you, federal money goes to them. Like, like, you get rid of that with one six-year presidential term. Now, huh. that, that is assuming that I believe the president should have as much power as he does, which I do not, exactly. or she does. Uh, so, you know. That's really insightful. It's very muddling to have a president running for office and trying to be the president. Yeah. Well, and, and it, I feel like, I don't know, that doesn't seem crazy, one six-year term. Like, it seems like a, yeah. That, good it's, compromise. It's a good compromise. You think yeah, four, like one four-year term is just not enough? Well, one four-year term is your, your, I don't know. I can be swayed. Yeah, things happen fast now. They happen a lot faster than they used to. Information travels a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Well, and they push stuff off to set, like, they, they start pushing stuff off on their, on like what they plan to get done, right? So they're like, oh, well, we'll, we'll focus on that for the second term. So they start pushing stuff on the agenda off until term two, you know, under the context that they're actually going to win. So if you give them one six year term, that forces them to do all that they want to work on right then. And then, but then how do you talk about like Congress and the Senate? Like, would that be along the same lines as like, uh, uh, you, you know, getting deep into the weeds there. Yeah. I mean, we, so this 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 ad, the Good Night America thing, was put up on October twenty second, twenty twenty. I just think it's funny that they they make this ad, and in twenty nineteen we had the best numbers of our lives in the in the economy, mm-hmm. and so the worst thing they could think of was that Trump would just win again because they had no real argument against him. I I, I, I honestly. You'd ask people like, okay, what don't you like about Trump? And they'd be like, he's a fascist or whatever. They wouldn't give you a real reason. That's why that I think they made this ad because they were like, people don't know why they hate Trump. They just want him to go away. Mm-hmm. And they don't want him to go away because people are screaming in their ears in the media. So they voted for a guy who tanked the economy. Who his son. is driving gas prices through the roof. Apparently is, is conversing on um, the finer uh, links to porn with his child. <laughs> uh, just, I mean, the apples don't fall far from the tree. And so now here we are. 
the average person, I mean, man, spending like what? You're going to spend like 70 to 100 bucks to fill up your gas tank. But hey, three three terms of Trump. Oh, that would have been the worst, right? There was uh, like later the other day I was scrolling Instagram and I had three stories in a row where it was like friends posting their gas, like filling up their gas tank where it's like going over $80 and says, thanks, Joe Biden. And like all three of them were like, wow. like one had a, like a sticker on it. One said, thanks, Joe Biden. The other one just was like a middle finger. And it was just all people focusing on the fact that they can't afford to drive anymore. I swear, I think it's the Federal Reserve has been planning to crash this for a while and they're blaming Trump and Biden and they're making us blame Trump and Biden. And this has just been a fascist move since who, they know it was falling apart. Who's they blaming know. Trump? Well, some people. Some people that just sure. hate him. And yeah. But it's the, these guys are not the ones that caused this. This is like banking cartels. Let's talk I th- about – I think the, the, uh, the, the QAnon people who think he had a third term are blaming him. They're like, why is he letting this happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was actually one of the things I will give um, that uh, – what was that guy's name? Jordan Klepper. Is that his name? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. He he's he talks to a QAnon guy and he's like, so you think Trump is really the president? He's like, yes, he is. He's like, why is he making gas prices so high? And the guy's <laughs> like, no, that's happening. Joe Biden. He's like, but you said that Trump was president. I'm like, yeah, okay, those people. But let's talk about what's going to happen in November. So Joe Rogan on his show said he's a liberal. Jenk Uger of the Young Turks responds. He says, it's amazing how unaware people are. Joe Rogan just said, quote, I'm so liberal, like I talk about it all the time, like I am not a conservative. Based on what all he's done for the past two years is extreme right wing propaganda. But in his mind, he's still a compassionate liberal. I can't name a single thing Rogan was in the news for in the last two years that was a left wing position. I can't name a single thing he has criticized the right wing for. He still promotes lunatic right winger Alex Jones. And in his mind, he's on the left, hilarious and ridiculous. Hold on. Can I say something? Yes, Jink. There's a reason for that. Because the status quo within the dominant media culture is that you do not get to say things that are right-leaning. So, of course, he's not going to be in the news for any of his left-wing opinions. That's not true, though. You don't get in trouble for those. That's not true. Joe was in the news for tons of left-wing stuff. Supporting Bernie Sanders, supporting Andrew Yang, and supporting universal basic income numerous times. Mm. The issue is that Jenk doesn't actually read the news. He hears the news from someone else. And so when they're like, did you hear Joe Rogan said a naughty word? He goes, that's the news. When you actually go to the news websites, you're like, oh, Joe Rogan's promoting universal basic income, which is almost socialism. And he says, not promoting left-wing ideas. Well, in, he doesn't in fair say- enough, but all, well, in fair enough, but also the stories that have been the biggest, the ones that have been the most controversial and the ones that have resulted in people coming after him and thus became giant stories were all the ones where he had right-wing perspectives because those are the ones you are not allowed to have. Dude, um, it's, it's the Elon meme. It's the Elon meme of, like, yes. the left has gone so much further to the left that people... And like authoritarian. Joe, yeah, the the Joe Rogans of the world who kind of just stayed put, the Joe Rogans, the Bill Mars, are kind of like, no, you guys changed a lot. And so in his mind, I can see him still thinking that he's a, I don't know if he would call himself a progressive, but liberal-minded. I can see it, him thinking it, that. I say it all the time. People who don't read the news versus people who who do their research. Yeah, this granted, is, like reading the news might not inform you. you know? This is an example of Jenk. He doesn't say that Rogan has not said a left wing view. He says, I can't name one because right. he hasn't been following it. He hasn't right. been listening to him. Exactly the point. So you see, you see Jenk Uger. He comes out and he criticizes Joe Rogan saying he's only spewing right wing propaganda. Fast Company wrote an article a couple weeks ago saying why you need to beware of right wing comedy like Joe Rogan or something like that. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'll, I'll pull it up in a second. If you don't actually investigate, if you don't actually listen to people and you just believe the narrative machine, well, then, of course, Jenk is surprised by this. Do you think the news was ever 
has gotten more dishonest or it was always this dishonest? It was always. Always, yeah. They've just become more overt in certain ways was, and they're also different audiences they've decided to pander to that have made it more obvious to us that they're dishonest. Take, take, a, take a look at this from Fast Company. Why you need to take right-wing comedy seriously from it's Joe better. Rogan to the Babylon Bee to Steven Crowder. The new book, That's Not Funny, deconstructs their appeal and why it matters. <laughs> Yo, Joe Rogan was a famous comedian 20 years ago. Like, what do you mean, right wing? <laughs> he was on news radio. He's hilarious. He's got Netflix specials. He does stand-up. Right. He's on Fear Factor. He's not a right wing guy. He's never been. If you can't realize that this mainstream sitcom comedian hosting these shows who is a liberal, if you, if you, if you can't see that you've moved on this one, I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how I can help you. Do you think it's a publicity thing? Like, do you think Jake is trying to create controversy with the biggest podcast in the world? To, no, to get attention, I do. I don't think so. Well, like he's not helping people with that tweet. He's just getting attention. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, I, I think he was trending on Twitter today. I think he. I, listen, if you live in a world where you only hear from the establishment machine, mm-hmm. and you think Joe Rogan is right wing because you don't actually investigate anything he said, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get angry. Oh, that 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 anger that we feel about Joe Biden doing illicit business dealings with Ukraine and China through his son. About the quid pro quo with the with the prosecutor in Ukraine, with the president, fire the prosecutor, or you're not getting the billion dollars, which you had no authority to do. I get angry oh, yeah. because there's no accountability. Of course, Russiagate. I get angry. There's no accountability. So I feel hey, nanothermite. Man. You know. You know what? You know what? We've investigated these stories. I've looked up a bunch of facts. I've seen sworn affidavits on the the Ukraine Biden scandal, mm-hmm. and so I say, I believe beyond a reasonable doubt that there was illicit business dealings here. In order for there to be accountability, we now need a legitimate investigation to determine that. But I am angry because it's not happening. There is actual probable cause. Joe Biden had no authority to do that. He did it. He admitted it on camera. The prosecutor signed a sworn affidavit saying he did it. Courts ruled Ukraine were meddling. All of that stuff. And I say, I want accountability. Jenk Uger hears narrative garbage nonsense without fact checking and says, Joe Biden is right wing. And he's genuinely angry Rip, about uh, it. Oh, you said Joe Biden. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Sorry, Joe Rogan. But I mean, you know, maybe Genuinely. Joe Biden, you know, <laughs> I think he's I think I think Jenk. with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what I think happens is he lives in this narrative world of the corporate press. And the world keeps, the ground keeps dropping out beneath his feet. Like when, when Trump won. Everyone's seen that compilation video of the Young Turks <laughs> losing it. Yeah. Because they, they, Trump broke them. They couldn't believe it. 
They had been told over and over again what was true and what was going to happen. I got to talk to Cenk about, or Jank rather, sorry, Cenk, um, about Hillary's emails. When that dropped and they went to WikiLeaks, like, what did that, because I remember him talking about it or at least acknowledging it and being like, well, the DNC is complete trash. Mm-hmm. But like, where is he? Where, where, why is he still not like, okay, let's go deep on the military industrial complex now. Instead, he's, he's like still hung up on the partisanship. It's okay. tribalism versus principle. A principled person says, you know, I, I'm not a fan of the Republicans, but hey, if they're destroying public records, Trump was accused of something similar with cell phones or whatever. I'm like, yeah, we should we should know about that. That's that's we, you know, we need to hear about that. It doesn't happen when you, you've got the tribal side that says we ignore what our side does. We only care if your side does it when that doesn't help your side, like it, it, making bad faith arguments or completely ignoring things doesn't help you. Well, maybe. I think what we're seeing now is that the the two factions are increasingly becoming NPCs versus player characters. So that's why I say the uninitiated versus the discerning. People who see the news and say, I don't know if I believe that. I'm going to fact check it. Versus people who are like, wow, that's true. They lied to me a hundred times, but I'll believe it this time. Hmm. And then you end up fighting over it. I mean, look, I got to tell you, when we, we bring up the left says the exact same things about the right. The right says about the left. And it's like, who's right? And I've heard this from these politically uninitiated people who are like, I'm not, you know, on the left, but the right says the exact same thing. And you got to, no, 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 no. Jesse Smollett obviously was a hoax. Covington kids, hoax. Hands up, don't shoot, hoax. Russiagate, Ukraine gate. We go through the list all the time. At a certain point, you might be like, huh, the things the left believes tend to be false. Hmm. How about that? And then maybe then you can be like, maybe there's a reason why politically homeless, post-liberals, moderates, libertarians, and conservatives all occupy a similar space. Maybe there's a reason Christian conservative and traditional liberal can sit in a room and agree and make jokes with each other because we know, for the most part, what is true and what isn't. They don't. They don't understand. So everyone must be far right. Even Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has been pro-universal basic income. Let me tell you, Joe Rogan wants the government to issue blank blanket checks to all people to give them cash to live off of. And, bro, if that is right wing, then I don't know what left wing even is. Also, I don't think you can be in favor of legal abortion and be considered a conservative. I'm sorry. And, like, he doesn't yep. call himself one, but they do. It's like that's not a conservative position at all. Like, if anything's not conservative, it's that. Well, I'll tell you, man, it's it's like the modern left just says whatever the modern left says. Yeah. So that's why when you talk to these people, they, they, they argue with me, these progressives, Tim, late-term abortion never happens. Why are you even talking about it? And I'm like, because you just said women should be able to do it. still be able to do it. <laughs> well, I'm like, do you think women should be able to have an abortion at nine months? It's the woman's choice. Okay, well, I have an issue with that. It never happens. Why are you even bringing it up? Because you said it should. Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to pass a law to make it happen, bro. Yeah, th- There's no principle. And that's what, that's what I think it ultimately comes down to. There is a great filter happening right now in politics where the people who don't read the news are drifting off to the left and the people who do, who, I should say the people who don't fact check are drifting to the left and people who do are drifting to the right. And well, not only that, I think a lot of the people who don't read the news are also being pushed to the right by people on the left they see behaving absurdly or also, it's possible they're staying in the same place, but the left is moving so far to the left that they seem right wing by comparison. I, hey, look, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. You know what? You're right. Joe Rogan's right wing. He is. He's right wing. I mean, Fast Company says it. So uh, to all of my friends who uh, voted for Joe Biden, mm, you like Joe, Bi- uh, Joe Rogan, you're conservatives. 
So you're all right wing. So uh, yeah, let's do well, that. Because they will call literally every single person who's outside of their bubble of maybe 3% of the population right wing. And then whenever our country passes any kind of legislation, which is conservative, they go, this is not how a representative democracy is supposed to work. Well, I don't know. Like, yeah. you spend all your time calling 95% of the population right wing. So why would it be a threat to our democracy for more right-leaning legislation to be passed? When they're saying our democracy, they're not talking about you. No, they are not. They're talking right. about... They literally mean our. Right. Not yours. This is, this is the mistake Republicans often make. These progressives will say, or these media personalities, it's a danger to our democracy. They're not saying you, conservative, and them. They're not saying the American people. They're saying it's a threat to the cult's efforts at building a cult democracy. Yeah, you know what? I think having two parties is a threat to their democracy. It should just be one. Right? Yeah. It should just be the Democratic Party. Then there'd never That's be right. another threat to our democracy the, again. The, the Democratic Party of the American people or the Democratic People's Party of America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah, like yeah. the People's Party. The Democrats yeah. represent the people. Like the People's Party of the, yeah. the United States. Yeah. yeah. The People's I, Republic. Hey, there you uh, go. Yeah. The Has Democratic People's Republic of America. Yeah. yeah. I think. I love it. Interesting. Wow. I would, also, I would also hazard a guess that the average person, the politically uninitiated, doesn't know that any of those are hoaxes except for maybe the Smollett one. The, right. The, I, 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 if you pull the average person says I don't pay attention to politics I don't know what's going on and probably wow. only because Dave Chappelle pointed it out uh, let me let me let me let me uh, I'm gonna ask you Joe Bob a question yeah. nobody, nobody chime in this is a question for Joe Bob uh oh how many buildings fell on 9-11 fell completely yeah collapsed uh three you are correct good sir yeah. most people don't know that now, I'm not trying well, to start a conversation around 9-11. I'm trying to point out that one of the most culturally significant historical moments, mm-hmm. and most people would say two, because they didn't actually look into what happened. But I'll tell you this. A lot of these people would say never forget, but they never learned in the first place. So in that same line, I was hanging out with uh, a couple friends. I'll be vague. And they were shocked that not five or six police officers died in the J6 riots. That's what they thought. Right. And and they were like, I was like, no, no, no. There's, I mean, there's some complications with identifying what caused uh, the police officer's death. I, I'm fuzzing up the. Uh, he had a he had a, he had a, what, uh, have, like, yeah, a stroke or something? a stroke afterward like a or something later? like that. Yeah, something like that. But in their mind, five or six cops were killed that day. Ethan Klein just tweeted to Don, uh, in response to Donald Trump that uh, Trump incited an insurrection that killed six people, and it's like, yeah, what are you, what are you talking about? You're talking about like, well, some, some, I think some, some dude fell, some lady got trampled, and then Ashley ba- uh, uh, Babbitt, I think, yeah, yeah, Ashley Babbitt. got yeah. shot. Well, I'm not saying that like at all uh, lightens what happened that day. I'm just saying factually, no, right. it's just incorrect. How many, right now, the Daily Beast has been downranked by NewsGuard. They're a fake news website mm-hmm. now. They got the red exclamation point because they completely fabricated or just fell for the Kyle Rittenhouse lies. So there, there, there was an, there were articles written that said Kyle Rittenhouse killed black people, and it's just they just made it up. That was another thing. These Again, people in live this in weirdo world. Man. Group of friends that I have in in California uh, thought Kyle Rittenhouse shot a couple black people. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand how you would think that if you're barely paying attention. Yeah, you know, you were saying you get a, you were feeling anger when you thought about the Ukraine stuff with Biden and like how other people just don't get it. I felt like that about 9-11 after the buildings came down, and it was just like, okay, the investigation's over. Nothing bad happened. It was just a couple of planes. And I was like, well, a couple of planes, three buildings, and no one. It was like near impossible to find people that actually cared about it. And I was like, 
I went to anger and depression. So from like 2007, 8, 9, 10, I was suicidal. Like people are really, they really don't care. And now I've gotten past that and I, I care. I'm just going to do what I can, it's just, it's, even though I'm disillusioned. It's the same thing. The only thing they cared about was adhering to the social norms and narratives to fit in. So if you said something like, hey, I think we need a better investigation into this because like we spent more money, I think, on Bill Clinton, you know, banging an intern than we did on that. <laughs> and then they'd be like, what are you saying? This is ridiculous. I was sitting down with some journalists. And this was in, um, was it 2012? When did, when did, when did we get Osama bin Laden? Was that 2012? Uh, I think so. Uh, I believe it was 2011. Was it? 2013? Well, let me, let me I'm not sure. I remember being in college. It might have been 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But pull, pull that one up. I'm sitting with a bunch of journalists and, uh, we were at a yeah, bar. 2011. 2011. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was at a bar in New York and then someone was, was bringing up the story and I laughed and I said, man, that whole thing played out like a bad action movie. And then this journalist gets really angry and goes, I am sick of hearing this conspiracy about, and I was like, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? And he's like, you're, you're acting like it didn't happen. You're claiming it did. I was like, I didn't say that at all. Mm-hmm. I said that whole thing played out like a bad action movie. Did you read the story on what happened with like, he grabbed his wife and he didn't grab his wife and they dumped his butt out of a helicopter. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds like a bad action movie. And they're like, but it happened. I was like, I didn't say it didn't, dude. Calm down. Anything that deviated from the approved norm, people just snap. They're like, don't deviate from machine. And I'm like, bro, think, chill. Why are you getting so angry about this? This is what happens to people when anything threatens their their constructed worldview. So what's happening now is with people who have the ability to read information on the Internet, fact check things for themselves and be like, oh, yeah, look at this. Joe Biden did say if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting a billion dollars. Wow, the media lied to me. The people who don't want to hear it plug their ears and go, la, 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 la. And then when you say it to them, they get angry. Shut up. Shut up. You're challenging my worldview. Brandon Strzok told us the other day how he ended up walking away from the Democrats because someone told him that Trump never mocked a disabled reporter. And he was like, yes, he mm-hmm. did. We saw him do it. I've seen the video and he didn't want to watch the video. And so he said, OK, I'm going to watch this. because It's going to be obvious propaganda. And he said when he watched it, it actually hurt. It, it was it, it hurt him. Like yeah. he experienced pain physically from realizing his mm-hmm. worldview was wrong and he couldn't deny it anymore. How, how, what do you guys think of what, what is the, on a scale of one to 10 throughout history, where is politics just in general at right now in the country? What do you mean at? Like, like what is like, one like, and what is 10? In terms, 10 being like everybody's talking about it all the time mm. and oh, one is nobody's time. No, no. See, we're in it. That's why it seems no, like that. No, no. I would say somewhere between mm-hmm. four and six. So no, let's it's, just, it's a ten. So, okay, so let's operate maybe, on that really quick. Maybe it's a relativity scale, maybe. So, but like World I, War it, II, I would have thought it was more. Uh, it's, it's a ten right now, and I, would, I say that because that doesn't mean everyone at all times absolutely only talks about politics. Obviously, you know, Brett talks about pop culture mm-hmm. stuff on Pop Culture Crisis. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is when you see – podcasters who got started by being edgy comedians now make shows about politics. politics. Yeah, actually politics. Rogan's the canary in the coal mine on that one. When he started talking about politics, I was H3. like, wow, wow. H3, H3. So what Ethan you- Klein is, is it, it did edgy comedy and now it's a left-wing it's a left-wing podcast. What was the follow-up on your question? Well, so let's just pretend there was an election and let's just say one candidate got, I don't know, 80 million votes. And the other candidate, say, got 80 million votes. How many people are there in the United States of America? 320. Yeah, so that's about half the people voted. How many are uh, voting age? Okay, so you, you discount the people under 18. But right. even then, like, let's just say, hypothetically, 40% of people don't vote. Actually, I think that might be the voting like the voting age block. 
No way. <clears throat> now, obviously, the uh, uh, let's see, 252 million people are voting age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so, so, okay, so, so two-thirds of the voting age population, I think. So what is that, 100 million people don't vote? What, what, Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's 240 huge... million people were eligible, 66% submitted ballots. Mm. 158 million. That's a huge number. Yeah. Right? Like, and, and especially given the fact that it seems like we're inundated constantly with political discussion, political discourse, whatever you want to call it, and still a huge percentage of people don't vote. I got an idea. Here's what we do. If people don't vote, mm-hmm. and the amount of people who don't vote is greater than the amount of votes for, uh, greater than the greatest amount of votes for a single candidate, okay. then there's no president. Perfect. Huh. Does it? The United States stops. Can we just skip we just stop. to that Look, part? It stops. Sixty-six point one until we can figure it 66.1% out. Sixty-six point one percent of people submitted ballots. That means didn't vote would have won. Well, here's so, what, so, I, I, well, here's what right. I think we need to do. We need to have a third option on the ballot that says literally anyone else. And if you pick it, we just <laughs> if it wins, a, a random person Demo- from the population is selected, and they are the president. The king of the yeah. bean. It's, it's called Denmark. Yeah. With the with the ranked choice voting thing. But not to get off no, on that really no. uh Denmarky would, would be like you'd get president you you'd get Congress duty. It's like one day you go to your mailbox and you got like a certified letter and it's like you've been chosen for Congress duty and you're like, Ugh. Oh, I mean, I'm going to Capitol Hill, I've been chosen for Congress <laughs> duty. You know, you're there for a couple months. That honestly would be terrible. But what <laughs> I think I think what I'm trying to get at ultimately is that there's this huge attempt to push people to one side or the other by the respective sides to pull people into their side or push people to their side or whatever it is that you want to call it. While in reality, everything is based on turnout. Are people going to show up and are people going to turn out? In terms of running actual campaigns, especially at the local level, you don't really care about changing the mind about somebody who's not registered your particular party or whatever candidate you're running. You're really caring about turning the people out who you already know are going to vote for you. And so I feel like that's part of the big reason why the political rhetoric is so heated, Mm -hmm. because it's not about convincing people to your ideas. It's getting the people who already agree with you to just show up. Here's a fascinating thing. In order for conservatives to win more voters, they need only convince a person to do nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. To search for the information on their own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To take the initiative among, uh, uh, upon themselves, read the news. Mm-hmm. Yep. The left needs to strictly control the news and make sure they don't get access That's to what's right. really going on. And also, what is most important to them is flooding the voting booths with uninformed people. So this is why you constantly yep. see get out and vote campaigns where some left-wing celebrity, which is to say most, if not all of them, is on screen telling you that you need to get out there and vote because they know if somebody needs a celebrity to tell them to vote, they don't know anything yep. about politics and they are therefore going to choose whoever the Democrats are putting up. That's going to backfire. on You're right. You're right. That is absolutely happening. I think that's going to backfire on them. Currently, uh, you've got the border situation being what it is. Uh, there's the argument made that the conservatives want the labor, uh, the liberals want the votes. Especially when it comes to Hispanics, uh, we've seen the demographic shifting heavily, heavily towards the whole conservative side, meaning that a bunch of the liberals are trying to depend on those votes incoming, and it's going to backfire. Mm-hmm. Because I think the left has gone so far left... You've got a family-oriented, generally heavily religious population 
who they used to send get out the vote campaigns to their community all of a sudden realizing holy cow these guys are way 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 more left than i want and i i I honestly think it's going to backfire yeah people are questioning the narrative uh way more than they were a decade ago Mm -hmm. and 2009 part of the reason why i lost it was disillusioned with life is because no one it seemed like seven percent of the people cared now Mm -hmm. it's like 20 28 27 percent of the people Mm -hmm. it's enough it's enough people and those people, I used to be Democrat, Brandon Strzok, my parents, they, they know, like, they will question nonsense. They will question the things they're told. And that's, they're old school liberals, man. Not everybody, though. Probably a lot more of people on every like, night, though, when shows I, like this exist. A lot of people are like, I watch CNN, they don't lie. Do you think... But they do. Yeah. Do you think that Democrats or liberals, whatever you want, I don't like labels necessarily, but do you think the left as a side, has another Barack Obama somewhere. Mm. Because Michelle Barack Obama. O- yeah, maybe. Yeah. Barack Obama was, whether or not you agree with his policies, a political superstar. Like, fantastic at making you feel good. Hmm. And like we're all saying, that that's what's driving people to the polls on the left side of the aisle. Feelings. Do you think they have one of those in the wings? Because we were talking about the 2024 election downstairs, and what happens there? Currently, I don't see a Democrat frontrunner. Yeah, it wouldn't be. They need a guy, unfortunately. I think society has a lot of disillusioned young men, and they're, that's why they're attracted to Donald mm. Trump. He's a strong male figure. Michelle's great, personality-wise, like, like great, like Obama was great. But I don't know if she would appeal to those young men, which mm. Obama did in spades. Oh, totally. The only other one I can see is, like, Beto O'Rourke, but he's <laughs> such trash these days. I, yeah. I don't think. I could see them trying to push him, though. But he's just not charismatic. No way. He's also too just out there. There's too much baggage there. He's so bad. Check us out. Way too many problems. I got this year tweet from David Hookstead. David is, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So you know him. He says, Beto O'Rourke says people who currently own semi-automatic rifles should have them confiscated. 22 seconds. Let's, let's, let's hear what Mr. O'Rourke has to say. I just took the position that, that may not be politically popular, maybe too honest, that not only should no one be able to purchase an AR-15 or an AK-47 because they're designed to kill humans and that high-impact, high-velocity round will just tear up everything inside. You'll bleed out before we can get you back to life. Um, but I don't think that the people who have them right now in civilian use should be able to keep them. I just took the position. Now, I wonder if there's more to that, but come on. This is the guy who said, heck yeah, we're taking your AR-15. Yeah, that's not a so now apparently he's coming back out saying he's going to confiscate your weapons. Yo. They lie and they say, no one's talking about taking your guns. And they're like, oh, yeah, we will. Mm-hmm. I wonder totally. what their inter- internal polling shows. <sighs> it shows that liberal – so conservatives are overwhelmingly pro-gun and Democrats oh, totally. are split. So the yeah. overwhelming majority of this country is like, now we want to keep our guns. Yeah. Then they come out with these fake stats where they're like, most people support background checks. It's like, okay, yeah, we have those already. <laughs> exactly. So what do you mean by that? And they're like, well, when we ask people – they so so it's 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 a, it's almost a mountain bailey. They'll say, well, no, no, no. We mean uh, um, restricting private sales, requiring background checks there. And I'm like, that's not what you asked people in the poll. <laughs> in the poll, it said, do you think there should be background checks for gun buyers? And they say, yes. You didn't get specific because at at almost every single point of sale, there's going to be a background check. Then they say, no, 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 no. We mean, mm, shut up. You want a registry? That's what they want. I I just think Beto wants attention. Like I, I yes. honestly, like the the stunt that he pulled at the press conference. I'm sure you guys covered that, yeah. where he walked up oh, and yeah. and talked and, and like it's just a publicity stunt. And I I don't like stuff like that being made political. I'll also, just just for the sake of being fair, I also didn't like when Governor Abbott used 
the shooter's name immediately after it happened. Yeah. I didn't like that either. I thought we were all on the same page of like, we're not going to glorify these people. I want to pull up this tweet from uh, Jonathan Haidt. Because we're fans yeah, we of, of his assessment, but he, he, he has one of the worst tweets I've ever seen. <laughs> he said, the best thing I've ever read about reducing gun violence is this 2017 essay by Nick Kristoff, recently updated. If we take a public health approach modeled after cars, there is so much we can do, even in a divided country. Wrong! And I'll tell you why. Here's what he's proposing. Background checks. 22% of guns are obtained without one. And... You need a background check at any federally licensed dealer. There are some private sales. But whenever they're talking about these 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 um, tragic events, they were purchased legally. Background checks didn't change it. Safe storage. Trigger locks as well as guns and ammunition stored separately, especially when children are in the house. Well, that's great. Someone kicks your door in the middle of the night, and they're going to violate your wife. And you're like, hold on. I need to open the safe with the bullets, then open the safe with the gun, then load the, ma- then load the, 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 the uh, rifle, and then I can save you, honey. End immunity for firearm companies. That's a subsidy to a particular industry. No, it isn't. It makes no sense. What are we going to do? If if someone manufactures glass bottles and then someone uses that to crack someone over the head, you sue the bottle maker? It's like you're not supposed to commit crimes. Protection orders. Keep men who are subject to domestic violence protection orders from having guns. We already do. Straw purchases. We already don't allow that. Ban bump stocks. Okay, that actually happened under Trump, but that makes no sense because full auto was never a big issue here. Ban under 21s, constitutional violation, ammunition checks, experimentation with a one-time background check for anybody buying ammo. We already have background checks on people buying weapons. What would that accomplish? Research smart guns. Researching means nothing. Uh. Doesn't mean anything. So this is, you know, for, for Jonathan Haidt to say that this is, go, you know, even in a divided nation, we can do those things. No, you can't because you have no idea what you're talking about. I'm not going to even, even pretend that I know for the most part what I'm talking about because I'm not even an expert on guns, but I can look right away and be like, you have no idea what you're talking about. And that's the problem. The ignorant Democrat voters are voting for their feelings and they don't know anything. We demand background checks. Okay, you win. Oh, you guys. All right. I agree. You win. We have background checks now. Next. Well, they're, they're like, well, you know, these people committing crimes are breaking every law in order to do them. Whoa. Do we need more laws? Yes. <laughs> that will do it. I think that'll fix it. Yeah. There was a uh, Marco Rubio got a bunch of heat, I think, in like 2015, where he Marco Rubio's claim that no recent mass shootings would have been prevented by gun laws. Um, and then Glenn Kessler of the Washington Post, the fact checker over there, uh, not only didn't give it any Pinocchios, he gave it the rare Geppetto. I'm like, yeah, no, he's right. That all of the the yeah. mass shootings wouldn't uh, none, none of that unfortunately would have been stopped. Uh, I choose my words carefully here. They Marco Rubio said that none of those shootings would have been stopped by any sort of gun laws, and even the Washington Post said, "Yeah, no, he was right about that." And the problem is what you were saying is that people are just ignorant on the the issue. Yeah, like my my biggest thing too is also just asking questions about implementation. Oh, like, I just say what's an that? assault weapon. Well, I say that, that too. The, the first thing I think of is if you ask the average Democrat voter like what they believe an AR-15 is, they're going to tell you that the AR stands for assault rifle, and they're going, mm-hmm. not going oh, to be able to define you, did, to you yep. that it, they're going to think that it's full auto. Did, I would guess exactly. that most of them think that's so, full auto. So uh, shout out to our good friend Ethan Klein. He was talking on H3, and he was mentioning something about people going in front of uh, Abbott's house with AR-15s, and he goes, I'm like, is that what you think those things do? 
Yeah, no, well, they well, actually no, no do. wonder you want to ban them. Well, right. so I, I um, as someone who went to an art school, I am an expert on people <laughs> who don't know anything about guns, but <laughs> right? talk about them a lot. And so I remember that, I was that, having that's, a conversation. That's like embedding to research, you know, like you're going. It was like in a case study method. kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went undercover. Thanks for doing uh, that for us. You're yeah. welcome. So I was having a conversation with a friend, and she said to me that. Um, she, she was like, well, I don't, I don't think that we should have, like, these semi-automatics. And I was like, do you know what a semi-automatic is? She's like, it's semi-fully, you pull the trigger and it sprays the bullets. And I was like, Holy no, crap. no, no, that's not what any of that means. And I tried to explain that that was not the case. Uh, and, and their response was to just insist that we still didn't need to have them. I wish I had the clip, but I, I remember cool watching. Cool person in other ways, by the way, yeah. but just was out to lunch on that one. I remember watching. Jesse Smollett is trending. Probably because of that. The news thing. Sorry, I interrupted you. He's got a new uh, show coming out on BET Plus. He's back at work. Oh, nice. Really? (laughs) Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Uh, He's he's directing and starring in a show about um, uh, breakdancing or something like that. Something. It's like an LGBTQ plus uh, film that uh, BET Plus is making. No, he's trending because everyone's saying Amber Heard is Jesse. Jesse. It's Jesse. I love it. Ah, sorry. What were you saying? Oh, no. Last week I was watching MSNBC or or one of your big cable news networks, and they were talking about gun control. And like your point, both of the anchors were like, yeah, we we need gun control. Have you ever shot a gun? No, I've never shot a gun. (laughs) Have you shot a gun? No, no, never. I would never shoot a gun. So we have two people who have never shot a gun talking about gun control, clearly not knowing anything about the thing that they're trying to control. Yeah, they need remember to learn th- how to control guns, those two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Remember the reporter who got PTSD from firing an <laughs> an AR-15? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then oh, people were replying with comments of, like, them training their young daughters yeah. to <laughs> shoot it. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're like, this is actually not that There's hard. a video going viral of a little girl dual-wielding, I, I don't know, she's got 1911s, and she's using two fingers to pull the trigger. And then they're like, this is child abuse. Look what they're doing to that child. And I'm like, what? well, the, the the real problem is that they're having her fire two handguns simultaneously, which is just terribly inaccurate. Yeah. And there's no reason <laughs> to do that. Um, I There's a meme I love, and it said, uh, actually, maybe I can pull it up and try and find it. I posted it on Instagram. It was hilarious. Does Jesse Smollett actually have a show? I, yep. I can't tell if that was joke. Uh, I forget what the name of the uh, – yeah, we, we – Kind of mentioned it in Podluck. It's, uh, it's called like Maga that. Country. It's, yeah. it's a sitcom. It, yeah, it's <laughs> being out of place about a break uh, about breakdancing Maga supporters. That would be Ooh. that would be fantastic. Who wander the streets of Chicago at two in the morning? I All right, cold. Yeah. I think here's 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 the meme I got. Oh, it says children and firearm safety. Children and guns are simply a bad idea. Your average firearm is too unwieldy for a typical child to operate in a safe and effective manner. That's right. Children are much better suited to crew uh, to crew served weapons. Correct. The semi-stationary <laughs> characteristic of a mortar or heavy machine gun relies less on the child's physical strength and stamina, and also builds teamwork. Yeah. And it shows a little boy and little girl, and it shows like a, a machine gun and a mortar and a thumbs up. <laughs> I actually had the thought after. Um, I don't think I don't think kids. that should be legal. After this Texas <laughs> meme, or uh, could they fly drones from an iPad? Yeah, yeah. they this, would be yeah. better at that. I yeah. was picturing like kids, third third graders, getting gun safety lessons in yeah. in government school. If it's going to be in the United States government schools, that like if a shooter comes in and kills the teacher, and there's twelve kids in the class ducking for their desks, and one of the kids sees the the teacher's you know sidearm that the teacher was killed before it could use, the kid, what do you just want him to huddle there until he gets shot? No, Apparently. I want the kid to pick up the gun and end the shooter. Like I don't care if they're nine or fifteen or twenty-one. If they can do it, do it. Well, let's 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 phrase this in a legal manner. Children should be capable of defending their lives or the lives of others. Yeah, Correct. yep. Boom, Just like anyone else. Yep. I mean, when it comes to your life, yes, they should. 
Well, they want more autonomy for kids when it comes to, you know, all the stuff that they shouldn't have autonomy in. But when it comes to, like, actually teaching kids to use guns like they used to in schools, like, there are pictures from the, six, I want to say the 50s and 60s, where yep. middle schoolers are learning to shoot. Like, they're learning marksmanship. They are competing with each other. I think that's such a great idea, and I wish that we hadn't gotten rid of that. Yeah, uh, welding as well. Yeah, Things same like idea. Things like that, carpentry yeah, and yeah. swords. Sword, sword fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did that in Swords college. 101 with Professor Poole. Yeah, correct. Yes. Well, no, James Lindsay. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like yeah, way he more. Knows, he knows, he's like trained with the Gian. Yeah. I'm way more bullish yeah. on gun rights for kids because after this Texas thing, man, the cops stopped them from going in and stopping it. Like mm-hmm. you left these kids to their own devices in a classroom as they were getting mowed down. I am not comfortable with that. Yo, mm-hmm. something weird is going on there because like the left is entertaining conspiracy theories about what happened. Yeah. Tell me mm. more. Well, Everyone. the cops, yeah, the cops aren't cooperating anymore with the investigation. The police stopped the intervention. And so the left is like, what is going on? Well, it serves their narrative because they hate cops, right? So when you have a story about the cops barring parents from saving their kids and not going in themselves, they're like, hmm, what's this all about? Then you've got the uh, uh, one of the guys involved, one of the cops, I guess, got a seat on the city council or something. Mm. So the left has been pushing these uh, these conspiracy theories. Well, also, yeah. I mean, what happened there is the perfect example of what gun control does. Yep. The police stop law-abiding citizens from protecting from protecting themselves and people they care about, while the maniac who kills people still doesn't and gets away with it. And that is the function that those police officers served in that instance. Yeah. I'm like obviously it'd be ridiculous to give a third grader the right to carry open carry a handgun, <laughs> yeah. but yes. in the presence of a supervised adult that is licensed, right. maybe that you could legalize their ability to handle one for training purposes. And then if it hits the fan, you know, and it's wartime in the classroom like it was in Texas last week, these these young soldiers can defend themselves. Young soldiers. They're, they have no other choice at that point. My God, they, a girl smeared blood on her face and laid down so that she looked dead yeah. so that she didn't get killed. Jeez. I would have rather that she dove for a handgun and ended the guy. Mm-hmm. No one else is going to do it. And I have to say that I think that the only way out of this is to teach everyone responsibility. And I do mean everyone. The only way to stop active shooters like this is to make them understand that if they walk into a shop or a store that they hope to rob or a bank, they will be met with lethal force. There is no other way out. I'm sorry to say it. That is the way of the world. We've been very protected. We've lived in like this marshmallow utopia for a really long time. We have a hard time seeing hard truths. It is interesting to see like my friends who are all posting stuff about like uh, ACAB in like 2020 now saying like, well, no, you don't need a gun. The, 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 cops. the cops are going to yeah. show up yeah. and they're going to save you. <laughs> and then Dude. the cops in an instance where the cops didn't show up and, and save them. I was like, it's a horrible example. This is like the, the it's like if this if this was like a police if this was a movie about the police, this would be like the opposite of a movie. It's like they're the actually is, the worst people on earth. You got to speak their language. Here's what I say to them: Do you think the police are racist? Hmm. Well, of course, yes, they say. Okay. Do you think that white supremacists will give up their guns if the guns are made illegal? No, of course they won't. Okay. Do you think racist cops will enforce the law against white supremacists who refuse to give up their guns? And they say, yeah, of course they won't. Do you think that police will use the justification of gun checks to uh, raid and violate the, the, the Fourth Amendment rights of black people? Well, yeah. So you're saying you want to pass a law that you think they won't, that racists won't enforce against other racists, but will be weaponized against black and brown people? Mm, yeah, sounds good. Mm. I mean, that's, that's the entirety of their narrative. Cops are racist. Cops don't, cops protect other racists. Mm-hmm. Cops arbitrarily enforce against black people. So they want laws. And I said, you know what's going to happen? I was like, so what? A racist cop can go to any black person's home and just say, mm, gun check, because mm-hmm. you passed the red flag laws. We, but I don't have any guns. Well, we got to, we got to search their house. Too bad. 
Yeah. I'm like, is that what you're advocating for? I mean, having all, left- all gun control is racist. Well, left wing positions don't involve that much forethought. Here's what's required. You say, I have good intentions. Pass my law. Okay, well, what is your law going to result in? I have good intentions. Right. Okay, what what is the law going to do? How do you enforce it? All of the concerns you good mentioned thing. are those serious, but I want good thing. And then and then you I have questions out, about good thing, Seamus. You want bad thing. Yeah, you want yeah. bad thing. I don't want. You bad want bad thing. thing. You ask questions Why about good thing. You want bad. Want that bad is literally thing. the entire strategy. Why do you want bad thing? Yeah. Tim Pool is on the cover of the newspaper the next day. Man, want bad thing. Um, <laughs> it's true. it's totally insane. And basically, the whole idea is let's look at uh, policy based on the intentions and not the results or the incentives that said policy creates. Culturally, can can this be a multifaceted approach? Like I, I'm all you know, all with you on the gun side too. But NPR, two three years ago, did a mass shootings can be contagious research shows, which is in, extremely indicative of the way the media covers it too. Yes. Like, can we all get on the same page of how we're covering this sort of stuff? Like, you have no. to talk about Mm-mm. it. The, uh, yeah, the, there there mm-hmm. are people in media who want to shock to make money, mm-hmm. so they're not going to tell you the truth. They're then going to accuse us of trying to shock to make money. But the fact that they will show the face and the name of these murderers when what they want is attention. Right. And they'll say, here's his manifesto. Read it. Everything that he wanted. Here you go. Well, worse still is what happens is when the manifesto comes out and clearly the person's insane, the media will latch onto anything that smears the right. Yeah. So, like, here's a guy in, uh, was it Buffalo, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Who said he was a a communist. He outright said, I'm authoritarian left. And they're like, he's right wing. Like, well, he was racist. Interesting. But, you know. Well, the, no, he was crazy. The, the ADL says racism is right wing. Not, I'm not even kidding. If a racist attacks someone, it's listed as a right wing attack. So it's mm. funny. Like, the ADL says right wing is anti-government. Right wing is like. Uh, um, bad. They want bad thing. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like racism bad, therefore racism right wing. But here's the thing. If, if a, right. a black nationalist who commits a racist murder is left wing. And the left was like, what? what? Like, how is that left wing? Ask the ADL. It's like black and white are left and right, I guess. That's, that's, that's how they characterize so if, things. So if an Asian commits a hate crime against a Hispanic, is that right wing or left wing? Ooh. That would probably north. not be listed on the ADL's website. North. Yeah, north, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> north. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they just put a question mark on the map. Yeah. They're like, we don't know what that means, and we're not going to engage with it. But we had, we had, we've had black nationalist killings. We had one in Brooklyn, and they say it's left wing. It's like, but those guys have the same ideology as Hitler. Well, you know, he was black, though. It's like, okay. But the white dude who who hates the government, like leftists hate the anti-far anarchists. No, I, I, I shouldn't say that. Many left-wing anarchists yeah. hate the government, and they're left like they're they're you know anarcho-communists or whatever. But if the person doesn't explicitly explain that they're socialists, it's right-wing. Yep. Okay, dude. I well, feel like a, a hurricane, uh, as a tornado of identity politics ripped my brain out of my body in the last like 37 minutes. Mm. Did you guys feel like that? That was a great phrase. It's yeah, it's like just the, the the identity politics are thick in mm. this one. Yeah. I don't know how to respond to it because I can't <laughs> I feel like no, no it's it's one of those things where like acknowledging it causes it. I don't think that's it. I think we do have mm. to acknowledge the division, but I don't know. It's I don't know. Is it well? Is it identity politics to acknowledge that specific political groups are trying to do things that they've outwardly stated they're trying to do? If you just assume everyone in the group is like adheres to the group authority, it is. So if ten people walk into a bank and they're all wearing the same outfits and they all came in the same truck, and then nine of them commit a bank robbery, bank robbery, and the last guy's like, "You go get them, guys," and then you're like, "You're all bank robbers." He goes, "I didn't do anything," or would they get arrested as charges accomplice? He was the yeah. If he was the driver. 
No, 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 just someone who was <laughs> hanging out. How bad you're just standing there outside. A group of yeah. ten people walk into outfit. a bank all wearing the same clothes. Nine of them commit the robbery, and the tenth one just stands there watching and cheers them on. You yeah. thought it was a flash mob. Maybe. How, yeah. how bad would your luck be if you just happen to be wearing the same clothing as the <laughs> bank robbers that day, and you walk in, and they start robbing you? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> you ever see the Thomas Crown Affair? No. When, like, the guy steals the painting, and everyone's dressed in the same clothes. And so they're all moving around, and, like everyone's like, "Where did you go? It's him! No, he's there! He's there!" Like there's just like some random guy who's wearing the same clothes, and he's like, "Ah, oh, crap." <laughs> it's like, tough right? when I get. It's tough when we talk about the Democrats or like the left because I know there's people that are de- Democrat that aren't crazy, and mm-hmm. then same with the right. Right, but that's why we say they're they're NPCs. Because if at this point you're like, you know, Jimmy Dore had a segment, the Young Turks was were ragging on him because he was like, "If you're anti-war, you vote for Trump." And I'm like, that is objectively true. Yeah. Correct. Trump didn't start any new wars, and he was pulling our troops out of the Middle East. Joe Biden started a new war. Uh, well, I, should, I shouldn't blame him for starting a new war. I say he, he put his he put our troops back into these existing wars like Syria, and now we have Ukraine, and they're sending money and funds. So it's like, oh, more new wars happening. I can't blame him. That's 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 on Russia. But if you voted for Trump, you have Abraham Accords. Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, was it Israel and the UAE with a peace with a free yeah. trade agreement? I think. Yeah. That's crazy. That was uh, almost none of my friends had heard anything about that when we talked about the when we talked about this and they're like, "Why would you?" First of all, I didn't tell them who I voted for. They just kind of assumed whoever I might have voted for because I I didn't uh, post Biden memes and and talk about that stuff. (laughs) And I just asked them, "I was like, do you have any idea about either the Abraham Accords or the 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 progress we've made in the Middle East or North Korea?" And they're just like, uh, "He's racist." And I'm like, "Uh, uh, "I can't." Oh wow, he is. What did he say? I tried to explain it in the example. I was like the thing, like you mentioned with Brandon Strzok about uh, with uh, what was that with the uh, insulting the yeah. yeah. For me, it was the MS13 gang members and how they framed how he said it as all uh, members, you know, all people from Mexico. And it was like when I saw the clip, it right. was so egregious. I'm like, y- you have to be at least somewhat aware, but most people aren't going to take the time to actually look into it. So I just you can't. I make always, them look. I always just you know Socratic method mm-hmm. or people say like, yeah, well, Trump's a racist. I'll go, oh, really? Oh, yeah. What, what did he do? Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, I don't know. That's crazy. I had a con- oh. yeah, I had so a con- you don't know that he did anything racist? Here's another good art school story. Uh, <laughs> I was having a conversation with somebody, and they mentioned that uh, they thought Trump was racist against immigrants. And I pointed out that immigrant was not a race. And okay. they said that we should stop talking politics. <laughs> <laughs> Usu- what usually happens is um, I'll say, like, what, what do you mean? They'll, if they'll say something like Trump is is racist against you know Muslims or whatever, yeah, they'll I'll mention like, the Muslim ban. Yeah. I'll be like, Muslims not a race. Like, do, do you mean religious? And they'll be like, Oh yeah, he's like bigot against religions. And I'm like, Oh, like you like, but the, the countries that he banned is like Venezuela was included on that list. And they'll be like, Well, that was a red herring. I'll be like, Oh, you think that he was just like it was a conspiracy? <laughs> like he was pretending to ban Venezuela so that he could secretly ban Muslims, and that was like a plot. And they'll be like, Well, I'll be like, I don't know. Is that what you think? Like. The government was secretly plotting to ban Muslims, so they pretended to ban people from Venezuela. Is that what happened? I just don't. Th- I think. I think it's just a simple answer. It's like Trump banned a bunch of countries because the Obama administration's DOJ yeah. or, whatever, or State Department said that there was risks there. But you know, whatever, man. Trump did say, you know, that he wanted to put a, a moratorium or whatever on Muslims entering the country or whatever. Also, it's funny to point out to them that Obama was called deporter in chief. Right. That blows yeah. their minds, they and they like find that. out how much uh, how much he uh, like how many people he deported. But also about most of them don't know anything about the drone strikes or anything that went on before that because they weren't politically initiated before the Trump presidency. I think we should I should hire canvassers, the people who like stand in the street and like wave to people, mm-hmm. and just be like, "Hey, do you have a minute to talk about the greatest president ever, Barack Obama?" Just five seconds, and they'll be like, "Yeah, sure, what's up?" Like we are trying to get petitions to 
provide legal immunity for Barack Obama because he killed an American child without charge or trial. We think that it was an accident and he should not be held accountable, nor should he give up his peace prize. And we're looking for signatures. And they'll be like, what? <laughs> it's like, what? What? And if they say no, and it'd be like, come on, we don't want Obama to get in trouble over this. He That's a great to, he, way to... He needed to, to kill that kid. That's right. We want to talk about the disposition matrix. What's that? Like, oh, well, it's, it's, it's how he... Uh, yeah. That's how he figured out who to... The yeah. disposition <laughs> matrix. Uh-huh. Do you think people ever catch up to the, that sort of stuff? Like, do you think <laughs> no. it ever will be widespread enough that people understand what's happening? Like, for example, like uh, inflation numbers, right? Inflation numbers didn't tick down, which is what a lot of people that I talk to think. Like, oh yeah, inflation numbers went down, because the White House said it went down. Like, no, it just didn't go up as much. Right? You think anybody gets hip to that at any point? Yeah, some That's people sort of, do. I think a lot of, like I said, it's it's NPCs versus playing characters. Yeah, only it's, the ones who are already politically initiated and care enough to look into it would actually well, know enough to look farther. At and, this point, the politically initiated people are like, I don't believe you anymore. So now, no matter what they say, it's like, I'm going to assume the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, like the media a, has become George Costanza where they just do everything opposite. <laughs> it's a sacrifice to become, you know, a critical thinker. It requires a lot of energy. And, it does. Uh, it's, are people willing to make that sacrifice? I don't know. Why? Do you have a reason to live? If you do, then you'll probably make the sacrifice. Hmm. Let's go to Super Chats. If you have not already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only show coming up for you at 11 p.m. And, uh... We will uh, we'll have a good show, but let's talk about these super chats. No Moss says, Tim, laugh and have fun with Joe Bob as a guest. Well, okay, I think we done did. Done and done, yeah. Matthew Reckamp says, in regards to Uvalde, obviously it's wrong to shoot to shoot cops, but at what point do they stop being cops and start being accomplices? Hmm. That's the crazy thing. They were stopping the parents and not stopping the shooter. They were assisting the shooter. Jeez. That's crazy. And it wasn't even them who stopped him. It was the Border Patrol who did it. Were they helping this kid? I'll, I'll say this. They helped him, whether it was on purpose or not. Yeah. Sure did. That's crazy, man. Mm, it is crazy. Grofty says, buck, 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 buck. Indeed. Yes. Well, Wise Deep. words. Insightful. Honestly, it is, it's a good point. He got. He has the receipts. Adam Drop says, hang on, Tim. Who among us hasn't sent their father a porn link? Or is it just <laughs> Hunter and I? Yeah, I think it's just Hunter and Probably you, man. you too. Sorry. Adrian Contreras says, Tim said he clicked on the Hunter link for research. Is that what they're calling it nowadays, Tim? I was basically saying, like, uh, you know, I'm not going to rag on somebody for having, you know, weirdo search history. Like, you can rag on Hunter Biden and call him a degenerate or whatever. The bigger issue is the political implications of sharing phone numbers. But I was like, look, I typed in Hunter Biden, you know, MILF, <laughs> MILF porn or whatever, not to actually watch it because I'm researching the news. And if someone saw that in my browser history, what would Tim, what are you doing? Like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's, it's a news thing, and they're going to be like, sure it was. Sure. All right. Clear Tim's browser history if he dies. <laughs> Dagger says, Ian, look up Edward Bernays, his uncle and his nephew, mind-blowing psychological propaganda. He's the father of modern propaganda, I believe. Uh, American theorist considered as a pioneer in the field of public relations and propaganda. Didn't he, like, make bacon a thing? I don't know. Like oh, breakfast I bacon. I think me and Andy talked about that. I think, I yeah. Love him then. I yeah. do enjoy bacon. Like yeah. a but like, sauce? Ooh, maybe. That's something else. Oh. I don't know about that. I looked into that. But uh, orange juice, I think he did. Like orange juice is horrible for you. It's like really, really Nothing bad but for sugar. you. sugar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the idea so was good. there was an orange surplus, which meant the price was going to drop. And the farmers were like, what can we do to make sure we sell all these oranges? And he said, make a new product. They came up with orange juice and said, if an orange is healthy... A glass of orange juice is even more healthy. It's like hot wings. So now Same thing with chickens. 
Like they they couldn't figure out what to do with the wings, and so now you have hot wings. Really? Really? I, I love so. chicken wings. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm pretty thing. sure I'm pretty sure people generally ate the breast and the thigh. Look that up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I that's know. where the pork McRib comes from. They have a surplus in a certain month of the year, and that's what they put it into. Disgusting. Edward Bernays, his family was not involved with the Bernays sauce. Spelled differently. Oh. oh. Hmm. Thomas Sidebottom says, Seamus, I watched the oldest video on the Freedom Tunes channel the other day. You've grown so much and come so far. I love seeing that. Keep it up. Thank Aww. you so much. Yeah, that would be how government works. And that, uh, you know, this fall, it will have been eight years. Oh, that was Dang. funny. It's the, the guy's like, I'm going to buy a thousand lawnmowers yes, or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. You guys got to check it out. It's his like. What does he say? So the whole idea is, should I spoil it or should they go see it? It just, just gives the gist. So like, the, whole, the whole gist is like a guy comes to his house and he's like, I'm the social contractor. And he's like, what's your superpower? He's like, I build and buy things without your consent, regardless of whether you want them. And then expect you to pay for it when I'm done. That's right. He's like, that's a terrible superpower. Like, I like that. Well, but, but, but then he has like something and then, he, and then he's like, I noticed your car was broken, so I hired a repairman. And the car gets fixed. And your roof was leaking, so I hired a roofer. And he's like, oh, this is actually pretty pretty nice. And I noticed you didn't have a cat, so I ordered you 6,000 tons of cat food. He's like, why would you do that? He's like, well, my friend does own the cat food factory. But, yeah. oh, I like, see. <laughs> but go check it out. And if you yeah, really want to see how far we've come, freedomtunes.com. Become a member. Five bucks a month. Nice. Get a, an extra cartoon every week and see a bunch of cartoons that we have up there now. You guys are going to love them. Awesome. Neil Sawyer says, hey, Shim Shim, I tried to use potatoes to pay for my membership to Freedom no. Tunes, but for some reason, it only let me use this garbage currency called USD. <laughs> yeah, so I've been Seriously, talking. Seriously, best 10 bucks I've ever spent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. It's Thank you. And that's, that's more, and, and that is very generous because that is more than we ask. Anything above five bucks is completely voluntary, so thank you so much for giving that. And yeah, I have been talking to the web developers about the uh, the uh, potato payment processing mm-hmm. possibilities. Would they just send those to you directly? Yeah, yeah. So you're we're gonna have to get a PO box set up just because PayPal will shave off like ten percent of the potato. Oh yeah, and like I don't. I'm not letting someone else have ten percent of my potato. Yeah. What about NFT potatoes? So I've thought about it. Mm. Um, my the part of the, part of why I want potatoes as payment is it's an infl- it's a hedge against inflation. That's right. Totally. You know it, um, but I, I don't know about NFTs. I don't think they're gonna perform well in the the long term. Kind but, of but tangy sting, you. you know, when you eat them raw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, did they? They're even better rotten. Ooh. That's what I'm trying Bella, to tell people because uh, I have I a bunch. That's accurate. Kintara Bella says they just <laughs> killed the Daily Wire live stream. Did, did they? I don't know if that's true. I don't know either. Did they? Interesting. I don't know. Some people are pointing out that when we brought up World Trade Center Seven, the stream cut out Jeez. and then skipped, and like people, it, it always happens at you know these these particular moments in the show. Interesting. Uh, I my show is never skipped except for when I talk about Hillary Clinton. I, and I'm not. I don't actually think that's like legit. It's just really weird that it. I I does. have I have been to these live streaming headquarters for a bunch of different companies. They have people who have big monitors and they can see like a hundred live streams all no at once. No way. And then they're watching each going. And when they see someone start to do something, they drag it and drop it into a Are watch you list. Serious? Yeah. So literal watch. Typically, lists. what they're what they're doing is looking for cam girls. Okay. And so as soon as they see someone start to do something, they put them on a watch list, pay more attention to it, and then as soon as they see it get close, they nuke it. Yeah. Whoa. I don't know if they can do that for a lot of YouTube stuff. I do believe they probably have someone watching this show every night. They, like okay. this show probably watching Crowder. Fan. Lucky. Of course, yeah. yeah. 
Leave what a comment it? if you're watching. Hey, yeah, if you work at know. YouTube, if you if you work at YouTube and you're watching this, go to freedomtunes.com. <laughs> 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 a I know Our you're making show. enough money to subscribe at the highest level. Please do so. All right. Oh, hell no. Says Depp originally lost $7 million, oh. and now he wins 15 but only gets 10.35, but she wins $2 million in her suit. So in the end, Depp only came out $1.35 million on top, but still has all his lawyer fees. All right. To be fair, he got out of doing the Harry Potter movie, too. That's fair. Yeah. And That's so fair. the judge actually ordered him to pay Amber Heard over that. He's like, to be fair, you <laughs> weren't. Your career was saved, that. actually. <laughs> that was actually they said. They said I said they should have just had her pay the seven million he paid in uh, his divorce settlement back to him if they wanted it to be poetic. Mm. I'm not seeing anything about the Daily Wire stream getting pulled down. It's it's up now. They finished it. Uh, it was an hour and a half long. Oh, although it did end about an hour in. Mm. Then cool. they go to some pre-record. All right, Sevi Rose says, "Why would you share a Pornhub premium link unless you knew the recipient also did?" Yeah, they both have to have premium. Hmm. Imagine Hunter's like. He's like, hey, dad, uh, what's going on, son? You gotta see this porn. Man, I'm, I'm sending it to you. He's like, great, thanks. Even what? they don't want to pay for ads. That's, uh, that's how bad it is. <laughs> that's great. All right. Darren, uh, Darian says, this behavior is endemic of every facet of power. The Bidens are nothing new. They're simply an example that we need, uh, new blood in Congress. Anyone can throw their hat in. Let me be an example of that. Wish us luck here in California. Well, good luck, good sir. Chance Bell says, do you guys think it'd be possible to get Maxime Bernier on the show? Maxime Bernier? Bernier. Uh, Bernier. He's the leader of the PPC up in Canada, our growing populist party. He deserves more exposure if we're going to survive the socialist hellhole. Love you, Ian. I love you too, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I don't know. Didn't yeah. he have a, a bunch of stuff happen during the Freedom Convoy? Uh, am I misremembering that? I don't like know. He got like, uh, jailed or got in trouble or something I during the... I think I remember chaos with him. He does have a standing invite from us. When mm. I hit him up, he was so busy. There was no way he was going to be able to make it. But that race is over. So mm. maybe, yeah, hopefully. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, step on Snack and find out. Love him. We made step on Snack and find out skateboards. And we have a mm. whole bunch of them. And I, I don't even know what we're doing with them. We just have them. <laughs> we should uh, do a raffle or something. Yeah, okay. Maybe yeah, we fun. should do yeah, that. Yeah. All right. Hippie Kitty says, did Hunter send his dad the videos that he uploaded to Pornhub of himself? Oh, oh man. That's what I was wow. afraid of. Dad, look what uh, I did. Oh, my gosh. Hey, hey, Dad, be proud of me. Look what I did. Oh. That's mighty good, son. Oh, no. That's crazy. Cringe. Man. Joel Exeline says, watch the video of Jeff Sessions slapping Biden's hand away when he reached for Jeff's granddaughter. I can't believe Ooh. no one mentions that one. Jeff obviously knows what a creepy is. Incredible. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yep. I do remember that. Creepy stuff, Good man. For that Yikes. Guy, Adrian Contreras says the Clintons, House Lannister rich, but everyone hates them. The Bidens, House Baratheon incompetent, but can still stir things, but can stir things up. The Bushes, House Targaryen going extinct. Trump, House Stark fan favorite. Hmm. Aha. But nobody likes that show anymore, so I don't know. Sir Lemon Grab says with the cult, with the culture divide. It's like we are watching the left and liberals fighting over hand grenade and we are trying to stop them from pulling the pin. I know. That's why I'm like, dude, just, you know, go about your business, make money, speak up, build culture, focus on you, do your thing, you know? Mike Ross says, the hoops you have to jump through to share a cell phone number is a bit wild. I manage a 1.6, I manage a $1.6 billion company's network and phone plan. It is not normal. Wow. Hmm. I can't think of a single like a single example in history of like somebody like having the same phone number as somebody else like on purpose. Well, I can't think like, of any reason why, why you, you would, would either, right? That's like, so it doesn't weird. make any sense. 
Yeah, I think Tim is right. I think that's totally cover for Joe working as Hunter. Really interesting. Yep. It's a text from... It's, it's Hunter's phone, but Suspicious. Joe's the one sending the messages. Yeah. All right. Ann Phillips says, new commercial. Kid dreams about high gas prices, immigrants taking jobs, <laughs> then wakes up wakes up asking if Joe Biden is still president. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here, here's the new commercial. It's the exact same commercial, but that guy's truck immediately breaks down because he's out of gas. And then it's like, Biden, a better America. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he has to get the children his, wake up, they're like, know. thank goodness. <laughs> the kids are running, the car breaks down, and the kids stop running, and they're like, we're safe. And then Joe walks up and he's like, thank me, kids. I'm the one Snip who made... Then the guy gets out of the truck and he goes, curse you, Joe! <laughs> you know what would be a hilarious political ad, if we have time for it, or just right now, is a exact same ad of some Congressman A is a lifelong NRA supporter. He's endorsed by Donald Trump and supported all of Donald Trump's policy. He wants to build a wall on our southern border and supports the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Have that be an actual commercial. Then do the same exact copy with a minor tone key in it. Congressman A is a Donald Trump supporter. He wants to build a wall on our southern border and end Roe versus Wade. That is hilarious. You know, a while ago... I can't remember if it was Vice or Vox, but there was a mini documentary on this fellow who was 3D printing firearms. And all they did is they took footage of him uh, in an interview where he was speaking to them. And he was just speaking reasonably about the fact that because of 3D printing technology, it's going to be difficult to regulate guns and Americans have a right to keep and bear an arm, but keep and bear arms. But they played scary sounding music oh, yeah. Yeah, underneath yeah, yeah. it. Yep. So I was like, oh, oh he's bad. Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite. And they, they, like, they turn up the shadows and make yeah. your, the side of your face look darker. Well, here's an idea. Like, why don't you take a Joe Biden ad or a Democrat ad and then just redub it in a minor key with a low voice? That'd be fun. So, when he, you know, it's a guy's like, I want to, uh, you know, forgive student loan. You know, yeah. John Smith wants to forgive student <laughs> loan debt and help Americans find a, you know, help immigrants find a better path. John Smith <laughs> wants to pay off <laughs> college debt. No, there, Joe Biden protects children by trying to detect if there are harmful chemicals in their hair. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's checking for brain That's a good answer. one. You should, you should make a compilation of all the sniffing. Oh my goodness! Oh, you know what? No, no, no. Actually, actually, here's a, here's a good bit. It's um, Biden gets word that uh, you know China or Ru- Russia, Russia's a better exa- better country, has uh, tainted shampoo, <laughs> and they're like, "Mr. President, Russia you. has sent tainted shampoo to this country. Children's shampoo. How are we going to be able to find out which kids were affected by it? It's like I'll do what I have to for the children <laughs> in this country. I'll sniff all of them, man. I'll sniff all. all. Of them. <laughs> Or, or actually, it might be funnier if Joe Biden claims that. You know, he's like, I got a report. Uh, you know, Russia's uh, tainted children's shampoo. So I, I'm going to have to sniff these kids just to make sure, you know. It's the only way to make sure, man. I don't know if that's true, Mr. President. Don't you doubt me. <laughs> Mr. Biden, we can hire people for that. He's like, I'll nope. do it myself. <laughs> do it myself. Your All right. of Biden is awfully uh, well-equipped cognitively. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> Proto says, in ancient Sparta, public officials held their posts for one year. At the end of which, they were immediately put on trial. Oh Let's my. try that. That's wow. a great idea. Brutal. Wow. What did you do, Mom? Because they knew. They're like, look, there's no way you can be Let's a politician for a year and not yeah. commit a crime. That's right. Look at Illinois' governors. Yep. Andrew <laughs> Biko says, what are your thoughts on an American citizen's right to an, offensi- uh, to an offensive attorney? Would this provide the middle class with the ability to level the playing field? However, new issues may arise from it. I don't know how we do that. Mm. That stuff, like public defenders are bad enough. 
Like public defenders are usually like, they walk in, they're like, plead guilty. And you're like, but yeah. I didn't do it. Mm, plead guilty. You're like, they have no evidence. I did anything. Mm, plead guilty. Like, and okay. where do you draw the line? Like, can, can you just sue anybody for anything as long as the taxpayer is paying for it? You can. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. By offensive lawyer, they mean like a lawyer is not going to use your pronouns? Or? Yeah, very <laughs> Yeah, I'm triggered. Ashley Hayes says, taking Tim's perspective yesterday, we need stickers praising Joe Biden for defeating climate change. Any ideas on something catchy? Mm. Defeat, you know, I don't know. Like, how about big stickers with really verbose memes that are just impossible to read explaining? <laughs> <Left-hand> meme. <laughs> yeah, like the leftist meme. Like, you need to understand that the goal here with the, with the restrictions on, on gas prices was to make sure that carbon emissions would be reduced. And then people are just going to be like, what? Yeah, that's a leftist meme. Ratsu says, my daughter was just born, 525 today. Ooh. What did I miss? Happy birthday, my love, Niasa West. Congrats. Congratulations. That's exciting. Ionize G says, here's an idea. Keep the two four-year terms, but they can't be back-to-back. Hmm. And no running for re-election while president. Hmm. That's a good one. Interesting. Why is that better than one six-year Because term? they can't campaign while they're in office. Yeah. They have to be out of office. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So they're not going to run for re-election, so they'll campaign in the middle of the next person's election cycle. You're going to have, have ex-presidents sucking up a lot of attention. I like yeah, the like six-year thing. Yeah, Trump is doing now. Yeah, like, or like exactly. Obama's banner or Jimmy Carter. I mean, like some of these guys don't. I mean, historically, away. it's been kind of the uh, the norm that the ex president doesn't talk about the current president, but that has been shattered. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So, like, I feel like that would be the issue. Rebecca Crane says, "Got in late, but Tulsa had an active shooter at a hospital. Democrats are going to go after guns even harder now." Yeah, it's really funny that the media is highlighting all of these stories now, isn't it? Right before an election, isn't that interesting? Some of them are obvious, like when the kids, you know, are getting shot at. I get it, but Chicago has this stuff happening all the time, and ain't nobody talking about it. Prince Swagetta, Swagetta, to me, UBI means the government takes their grubby hands out of my pocket. I would never have financial problems again. There you go. People are mentioning Tulsa, man. It's crazy. Hmm. Uncle Sam says, fact check, your Lashenko leaks war plans video is false. Look at map. First Cav uh, emblem top right, U.S. Army unit. That map is from 2014. He applied to be a fact checker for you. I was in that unit. Uh... Oh, that's a video from several months ago. I don't know. Well, I'll take a look at it, I suppose. Leaks war plan video. What they, what they were saying was that this dude had a map of Ukraine showing movements, and they believed that it showed movements that had not yet happened yet. Mm-hmm. I suppose he's saying this was from 2014. All right, let's see. NSX says, I'm about 50 minutes behind, but sounds like you guys are getting a few facts wrong. However, you'll find out in coming days, I'm sure. And yes, this was an awesome win. Clearly a hoax if you watch the trial. Interesting. All right. Lurch says, I'll never understand why people who lisp host podcasts. It's so annoying. Who lisps? I don't know. Me. Me? Ian? I don't know. No, I to they, they, they said they're, they're trying to like school. gaslight us. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're trying to like lisp. play with our reality. And then we're going to Oh, they're talking about Joe Biden. Oh, I don't Come know. Come on, man. He's got a stutter. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Who, or, or Ethan Klein. He's a stutter about. that makes him uh, a stutter that makes him say being a uh, poor kid precludes you from being a white kid. <laughs> that's right. It's like <laughs> you know one of those stutters. Rookav says, "I agree with generic Luke." Who's that? Generic Luke. Is this Seamus? Better not be Seamus. One of us. I think Luke will be back next week. He'll be here next week. I think so. And I'm really excited for when we show him little Luke, the rooster, the cockerel. Oh, yeah. So we got a Polish chicken. He's a, he's a cockerel, so it's a, he's going to be a rooster. And he's got big, bushy, blonde hair because the Polish ones have, like, big hair. And he's got a big nose, and he's blonde, and he's <laughs> Polish. So we were like, well, he's a little Luke. And then, you know, Luke's the one who said he's got my nose. 
That's right. So we were like, he does. We just he called does. him Luke because he was blonde and Polish and he had like a little haircut, kind of like And Luke's. he looked angry. Because <laughs> they sound kind of similar. Yeah, they you do. Know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> 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 9-11. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, and believe <laughs> yeah. 9-11's an attempt. That's it. Best Luke yeah. impression you I've ever heard. You want to talk about 9-11? Yeah, that's a good one. Bye-bye. 9-11. Wolf Rick of Wessex says the Democrats are going to try and push Gavin Newsom as the front runner. Maybe That's not this saying. cycle, but certainly yeah, by 2028. Big plastic man. There is mm-hmm. no Ten person doll. in this country that wanted Donald Trump to win more than Gavin Newsom. Interesting theory. In 2020. We can go into that if you want, but I, that's that's that's, that's my the theory. Interesting. Well, because Gavin wants to run for president. Oh, yeah. And it, it, that was his best option. Trump were to win, he would run in 2024 as a sitting governor. Now. But he's, He's like as plastic as plastic can be. Well, I'm not saying he's going to be good at it. I'm just saying he <laughs> wants to do that. And I'm sorry. He's he's B tier. Yeah, he's you know, cheap he, he comes gel. off like a generic politician. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, I'm not saying he's good at it. That's just him. That his trajectory had Donald Trump winning, and it got screwed up. He's one of I those guys that does this when he talks with yeah. his hand. You know? I, I think him and Mitt Romney were actually made at the same factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trudeau's factory, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Mark H. says, recently a man opened fire on a graduation party in Charleston, West Virginia, with an AR-15. That's correct. A woman with a carry permit took her handgun out and killed the suspect. That yep. uh, but you don't correct. need a carry permit in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure she actually had one, but maybe she did. But you don't need one anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a constitutional carry state. Well, it's tr- they said uh, Charleston. Um, that might, they may be talking about South, South Carolina. Carolina. No, this is no, it's it's West, West Virginia. Virginia. Oh, is that what it yeah. said? Oh, okay. Yep. Well, we know the story. We talked about it. Oh, okay. Um, I just want to say that the Supreme Court is currently going over a, a court case related to guns, and I'm just crossing my fingers for a broad ruling that basically says constitutional carry nationwide. Maybe. Yeah. Crossing I don't know. my fingers, yeah. The, the, the thing is, in New York, they're trying to ban body armor and long guns. It's like basically ban everything. And um, I don't know where they're at with that right now, but there's a, there's a lawsuit because in New York, you're, you can't get a gun. You can file for one, and they, like, tell us why you need it. And you're like, it's my right. Too bad. And they throw it in the garbage. You don't get it. So they sued. The Supreme Court's reviewing this. It's possible they do a broad ruling and say states cannot require a permit for owning a gun. What do you think the odds are? For carrying one. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I think low, probably. Mm -hmm. Because even even Scalia said Second Amendment is not absolute. Hmm. Which is just ridiculous. Like, we know exactly what kind of weapons they had back then. They, we knew about the advancements in weaponry. They, the founding fathers knew it. If you want to amend Second Amendment because of the advancement of weaponry, by all means, let's have that conversation. But just to come out and be like, we've decided that weapons are too powerful, f- so your rights are gone. I'm like, mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Well, the, the founders didn't know about the internet, and the internet's changed everything. Don't care. You've got to change the Constitution and adapt to these things. You can't just ignore it. That's where we're at, though. Darth Professor says, great conversation, everyone. My concern about the upcoming election is the Dems will do the same thing as they did in 2020. Dems have tripled down on their agenda. Bill Clinton changed course, even Obama, to keep people on the Dem side of popularity. Hmm. We'll see, I suppose. I think so. Let's see. Our Arthur Messia. I covered the Tulsa shooting at St. Francis. I was the first to break the news. My wife is a nurse there and was in lockdown. My kids were at the daycare Jeez. there. I got to them. Uh, I got them ten minutes before it started. Wow! Oh my gosh, crazy, scary, man. Iron Lord Oni, the young girl shooting the two guns, have a YouTube channel called Autumn's Armory. She's awesome. Check her out. Well, there you go. Crandall Logan, you can only have an opinion and make laws on certain guns if you currently own and practice with that type of gun. 
And you can only have an opinion, make laws on background checks if you have passed a Nick's background check. I love when Beto was like, you know, people shouldn't be allowed to have AR-15s or AK-47s. I wish I was there and I'd be like, um, Mr. O'Rourke, what about a SCAR 20S? Well, that too. Mr. O'Rourke, what about an M1A? No, well, that's it. What about uh, literally any other rifle? All of them. Robert. Yeah, it's like, Robert. we're going to ban this one Robert gun. Francis. Robert. That's not even your real name. That's right. Beto. Dragon Stallion. Or Stalin. Oh, oh, oh Dragon's Talon. There, there you we go. go. Lydia. Fifth graders learn to shoot guns by using school gym as target range, Wyoming. Idaho Statesman paper. Yeah, that's but that was airsoft. Still, I was I was still. shocked and offended. I said those kids should not be using those <laughs> weapons. Right, yeah. They should be outside with Ruger ten twenty twos. Of course, yeah. I agree. Airsoft. I agree. No, I mean to be completely honest, like airsoft for kids to start training is probably a good way to start. Yeah, I learned I started learning to shoot, I think, when I was about seven with BB guns. Then we gradually went up from there and it was worked great. We'll safer. Clint Torres says, Brett, hey bro, sorry couldn't make your last episode, but good thing I never missed him. Well, there you go. Thank you. Yes, we are doing the show live now every day, right. 3 p.m., Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday at 3 p.m., yeah. youtube.com slash popculturecrisis. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we've got big plans for big marketing push, um, making that show big. Yes. So subscribe. Ossery says, Tim, check out Brandon Tatum's take with Uvalde shooting. He had the inside scoop from the officers on site. Interesting. Rage 8 says, what did Michael Malice say about cops killing kids? Arm our teachers, bring back marksmanship in schools, and issue every citizen a free firearm. I'm not sure I want to give groomers guns. Hmm. I don't know about that one. No, not all teachers should have guns. Maybe age 25 people could apply to get a rifle or something like that. Well, what do you mean? Government-issued rifle. Uh, 16. It's so young. Well, we drive cars at 16. That's also young. Very yeah. dangerous. So yeah. if you pass firearm ed, you get your you get your license, you go to school, they have elective. You can you or you don't. I didn't do driver's ed. I just turned 18 and went and got my license. It took me like an hour. So then if you don't do that when you're 18, you can go in and fill out a general knowledge question. You know, like you got you to gotta know how to load it. You got to know where the safety is. You got to know how to point. They'll ask you basic questions like what are the four basic rules? And then you get your government issued, you know, air. The best argument against this, I'm somewhat kidding, by the way, mm-hmm. but they were like government subsidizing weapons will drive the price up to, to ridiculous numbers yeah, and make it hard point. for people to buy. Yeah. There will so be like, yeah, no, if the government promises everyone a, a free gun, there will be a gun shortage in like two weeks. There you go. Spiro Floropolis says, according to sources say dot online, Ian has created a lover from Graphene, LOL. So I recently got this, um, I got an ad on Facebook for an AI text generator, and it's marketed as a tool for helping you write, whether it's news, product marketing, or blog posts. And so it's actually so much fun. I have an idea. I think we should do, we're going to do like a Chicken City cartoon. I wrote, uh, I put the inputs in, it was like Ian, which... Cat, graphene, Federal Reserve, and it wrote two paragraphs about Ian being a scientist who was trying to formulate graphene, but a witch <laughs> came and like stole stole his banana or something. <laughs> it was awesome. And I'm like, we should totally just, you know, do AI AI bits. What's this website called? Uh, I think it's called Jasper. Something like that. Right. No, no, no. Google AI text generator. Yeah, yeah. And so you can write news stories. So the crazy thing is it actually knows the news. And so I tested this out. And is, is that what it was called? Jasper.ai. Oh, yeah, okay. Is that Looks it? like, yeah. I typed in um, Joe Biden, gas prices, uh, record levels. And then it wrote two paragraphs of a news story. And it was like, gas prices have reached a new record level mm-hmm. under the presidency of Joe Biden, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, at the very least, this is the narration that would play over like a funny thing, you know, a funny skit. 
Sometimes uh, cheap shit. It, you you can't really use it. I mean, it's it's funny. It's a gag, but I'm surprised that anyone would actually use it as a product. Right. It's good, um, like inspiration if you want to write something about these topics. This can but give you like a oh, okay, it, nice it, right? Exactly. It'll it'll it'll. That, that's the only thing it really is like a muse because you can do creative story, and that's what I did for the Ian Graphene thing. But like, you can't continue the story. So it'll write you a paragraph or two paragraphs, and then you can't continue the story. Because if you put in new inputs based on the old paragraph, it creates a different story. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, Joe Biden's using it to write his speeches. <laughs> yeah. Kamala Harris is. Like, yeah, yeah, so is Kamala. Is, yeah. Kamala Harris is an earpiece, and it's an auto Predicted AI text. generator. And she's just like, <laughs> the dog went to the store, and Ukraine's small, and I'm the president. And they're like, what is she saying? And then he gets confused, and she laughs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's grab some more Super Chats. Duder says, Hunter and Joe shared bank accounts. So why would they need 10% for the big guy? Because the big guy is Obama. Whoa. Whoa. Dun, dun, Everybody woed at the same time. <laughs> blew our minds with that one. The big guy is Obama. Well, it, it definitely blew my mind that Hunter Listen here, Joe. Joe. You're going to cut me in on this deal or I'm going to beat you mercilessly. Uh, I will tell on you. Uh, I'll tell on you if you don't cut me in the deal. These are okay? both actually very impressive. Yeah, uh, thank, great, you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I will mercilessly beat you. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I will beat you with a uh, two by four until you are no longer able to form a coherent sentence. I mean, and Joe didn't pay him and that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> after I beat him with a two by four. Come on, All man. Right. Andre Gerasimenko. The dual-wielding seven-year-old has a YouTube channel called Autumn's Armory. You guys should mm-hmm, check her out. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, we can grab a couple more here. Reggae Vibe says, I'd like to tell Biden supporters, don't you wish you voted for Vermin Supreme? You'd have gotten, <laughs> you'd have gotten no Trump, and he would have taken our guns and given us better ones. <laughs> we all would have won. Free pony. Free yeah, pony. pony. Yeah, Thomas yeah. Free Pony. Mandatory toothbrushing yeah, laws. Yeah, yeah. K.A. Collins says, Tim and crew, come out and be treated VIP at the original rock and roll of Hillbillies of Chaos on June 4th at Paradise City Plaza, Appalachia, VA. Love to see you. Ooh, we'll take a look oh, at that. Fun, what, that that's, yeah. Oh, that's Saturday, isn't it? Yep. Sounds like it. Oh, I oh, wonder. it's coming Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, how far away is that? Where is it? Paradise City Plaza? VA, West Virginia. Let's, let's look that up real quick. I'm curious now. Are you typing it in? Yeah. Paradise City, where is it? Is it far away? No, Appalachia. I can't go, but you guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Is. Amy N.W. says, I texted my mom the moment the Sussman verdict was announced, and her exact response after a few profanities was, so it's over, civil war or bust, and it immediately made me think of the show. <laughs> Cheers to Timcast from California. Hey. How far away is it? Oh, geez, six hours, seven hours. Oh, oh. too far. Jeez. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have that members-only show coming up. We've got... Um, you, we got some uh, not so family friendly and offensive stuff to talk about, so that's always fun. And you can follow the show at Timcast IRL. Follow us on Instagram because we post clips all day, every day. You can follow me personally at Timcast on Instagram or Twitter. Joe Bob, you want to shout anything out? Yeah, just uh, J O B O B. Type it pretty much anywhere, and if it's a brown guy with a hillbilly <laughs> name, that's probably <laughs> that's me. Probably, yeah. uh, check out the Daily Caller live show each and every morning on all the Daily Caller platforms, and watch out for the Star Spangled Banter tour, which I'm not entirely sure what that is yet. But. Right on, uh, guys. You can follow me, uh, Brett Dasvik, on Instagram, and then follow Pop Culture Crisis on YouTube. We are now live Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. That's 12 p.m. Pacific. I always say, if you're in California, eat a burrito at lunch. Come watch us; it's great. We're also on Amazon Music. Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, you can listen to us there. It's a lot of fun. We'll see you there. Cool. 
I'm Seamus Coughlin. I have a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. We're going to be releasing a new cartoon tomorrow. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Uh, I also have a website called FreedomTunes.com. If you want to go there, check it out. Become a member. Five bucks a month. You'll get a bunch of extra exclusive cartoons that I think you'll enjoy. Uh, I'm looking to find a couple of UX artists that are interested in working with... Uh the charity that I'm setting up to build this uh, open source technology that we're working on. We're very, very far along on the project, but we need some artists. So if you're a UX artist and you want to get involved uh, from the ground up, hit me up on Twitter or on Minds and let me know, and I'll get you roped in. Also, this is a book that I wrote. I talked about it last night. It's called oh. Writing in the Dark. It was like a kind of a, a diary when I was co-founding Minds. just going to leave it there. But with one more thing, please um, do your best to think outside the box. Love you, ma'am. Solid advice from Ian. Everybody is talking something. I just have sourpatchlids.me. You guys can find all my socials over there. We will see you all over at timcast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.